Bam! Here we go. Cloud Chat, episode 155. It feels Today. weird because we haven't actually recorded for like three weeks. And if you're Costa, even longer than that. But the viewers oh, yeah. actually got a Cloud Chat episode like last week with me, Avril, Dor, and Hurex. And we talked about contenders and all that. But it feels weird because we haven't seen each other in forever. So how's it going, guys? How it are feels we? like yesterday, though. That's the thing. No, like, it doesn't. You're always in the forefront of my mind, Johnny. Always. I think not, everyone's. You're oh, not in mind, Johnny. Just let, I'm letting <laughs> you know. Okay, you're not in the forefront of my mind. <laughs> no, we have something in common with Costa. It feels good. For the last three yeah. weeks, thinking about each of you individually. One, it's one a person per week. Yeah. Uh, scrambled. Yeah, we we've been all over the place. I mean, I was in Sweden for a while. Costa, it started out with you going to Australia. How, how was mm -hmm. that? Yeah. It was good. It was it was good. Uh, it's supposed to be like summer or going into summer there though, but it like rained the entire time, so that kind of sucks. Sounds like but, Australia. Yeah, it, it just rains when it shouldn't, or it's like stupidly hot. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like good Australia. <laughs> it, it was nice. It was good to see family. I haven't seen them since pre-COVID. Uh, so it's been many a years, but it was good. Uh, not much else happened. And then I got COVID, came back to LA and got COVID. So that was a good time. So <laughs> well, it's been a great month off, everybody honestly. Everybody got COVID. <laughs> I didn't get COVID. <laughs> okay, can, not doing it right then. Yeah, clearly. You're not yeah. traveling if you don't get COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't get it either, so I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so wh what do you actually do in Australia? Like, obviously, you hang out with family and stuff, but I saw that you and... <laughs> it's you, a survival you, RPG out there. You and your fiance <laughs> were, like, traveling and, like, being proper tourists and everything. Yeah, what? yeah, so we went back to Adelaide, went to my beach house, you're on Your the beach. beach house. Yeah, you he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. The fucking oh, king over here. Got a remember, beach house in we live in the middle of fucking. Well, we don't live in the middle. We live in Adelaide, where it's not that expensive and everything. So, so my grandparents they bought this thing for like thirty thousand, like fucking. Okay, years your ago. grandparents. So all right. Yeah, all right, so it's my grandparents' right. beach house. Okay. But yeah, so we go hang out there. Uh, we we enjoyed the beach for the one day that it was actually sunny. Uh, but what actually happened, it's actually worse than I'm sort of selling it as because it, when it rained, it actually was like a mini hurricane and it knocked power out of my entire uh, parents' home where we were supposed to be staying. So out of the five days that we were staying with my parents, three of them didn't have power in their main home. Um, so it, it honestly was a bit of an awful experience other than the fact that I got to see my family. And stuff that's like that's that, what right? you get for being rich. That's karma. Yeah. Not rich. for being a billionaire. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to have it on the record that I am not, in fact, rich. The real estate cost over here. He's purchasing <laughs> land in Australia. The mogul. Growing his empire. The, the Kennedy empire. Dude, I, knew, I, I found out the other day that, what is it, like 90% of Australia is uninhabited. I watched a video on it, which is ridiculous. I, uh, yeah, I was like, ooh, Australia video. But that's Wait, like no. saying that there's nothing in the middle of America, you know? That's, there's, that's, there, that's there's... real, though. That's real. Yeah. That's real. This it's is so crazy. funny because we actually talked about this on the Contenders episode. Didn't we, Avril? We? Yeah, we Wait, talked we about, about Australia, there's no, didn't we? Nothing in Australia? There's yeah, plenty why... of things in Australia. Well, no, there is. <laughs> there is. Like the, middle. the middle is the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The middle is barren. I should have brought up some stats, bro. I should have Jack, there's one thing in the middle of Australia you're missing. I'm not talking about Alice Springs. I'm talking about the US military base where they keep the aliens. Yeah, so I brought this up in the as well. Yeah, they couldn't fit them all in Area 51. Yeah, it was real. Real and true. There you go. That we okay. We don't know. Uh, we don't know what they have podcast there. now. We're uh, diverting from Overwatch. We're going straight to Ancient Aliens. Get my jet on. Let's talk to him. Yeah, that's good. I I think I dude. I swear to God, like 
it, it sometimes it's weird because it feels like even though you don't talk to people you kind of like consume content and you you you, you sort of like you're sort of thinking about the same subjects at the same time as other people that you don't really talk about. And I'm not talking about like trends you're seeing on Twitter and like... I'm sorry. But like, are you how, saying what are the it's odds? weird for two what people to have the, the same odds, thought? Jack? What are like, the odds? There are billions of people that, that live we, on the earth, Johnny. Who are the odds that we talked about time, Australian geography like, and you yeah. brought it up this episode? Look. That's not that weird, Johnny. Yeah, it's not that weird. There's what? Australian here and there's a Kiwi I can here. Tell, I can so, tell you how this works. This is Jack's line of thinking. He's like... Scott's going on holiday in Australia. I don't know anything about Australia. Let's take a look at Australia. Then he just goes on this, like, he just goes on this binge tunnel video. of, yeah. What else do you know I about Australia? Real, you, that's kind yeah, of the only thing. I bet, I bet you've been on a whole binge about Australia. Yeah, stuff. what else about yeah. Australia, Jack? Please I please. do know a fact about Australia. There's okay. the world's biggest cattle ranch in Australia, out in the fucking middle of nowhere. I don't know where it is, but it's, it, it, oh my God. There's like 36 employees and it's the biggest, like, open. Anna Creek Station. Like, yeah, this is the biggest like open cattle ranch. Like they have so many fucking acres because there's fuck all there. Um, yeah, <laughs> two million Australia. acres. There you go. There you go. I think that's it. I think. Yeah. Hands but anyway, the they, they have like it's the biggest cattle ranch in the world. Wow. Scott confirmed. It's the I've USA. Never, I've never the been fuck? there. Oh, no, hey, no, I, no, I haven't not, been to not, all places in Australia. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a station. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I guess it's not the Oh, there you go. There's a bigger one down there, four million acres. Wait, so you lie to me, is what you're saying. Well, it's also in Australia. But that's oh, this is twenty two million acres in China. Yeah, Yang is twenty two million. Fucking, yeah, that's just lying to the people right now. People are getting stupid okay, as they I'm, listen to this podcast. I'm bringing this video up. I need to check this video. Up. Okay, I'm gonna fact check this a little bit later, but yeah, anyway, the video it has hundred thousand cows. Yeah, that's they bigger than the show. They didn't count them. 800 million liters of milk a year. Dude, that is so much milk. 800 million liters. I wonder like what that looks like in volume. Like 800 million liters. 800 million liters? Yeah. How big is that? How many drums? Actually, while we're on this topic, let me move towards Overwatch just for a little bit. There's been a movement within my Twitch channel that people are saying that they want to call Kiriko Suzu milk. Oh, what? Do you want I, I hate that. No. I don't know. People Apparently, Jake that. calls it milk, and I feel yeah. like we need to put yeah, our foot down right. early before it starts gaining traction because we cannot call Kiriku Sizu milk. milk. That cannot bleed it, into even anywhere. If, even if everyone called it milk, I'm still calling it Suzu on broadcast. I'll, yeah. I'll put my foot down. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it sure. I mean, that is the actual term, but there are other terms you could use. Yeah. Like if you're like hands, a, a casual enjoyer of the game. Hands. Yeah, why milk? Why is milk? Is it because everyone gets like white yeah. for a second or something? Because, because because Jake wants to say milk me in the game. That's what he wants to say. Yeah, no, I've heard Jake say milk me multiple times. Yeah, Rico, milk me, milk me. That's what he wants to say. That's why he's calling it milk. Clearly, yeah. it's just some weird sexual thing. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Very strange. Wow. Wow. No, it's this is going to be a fucking episode, dude. Yeah, I'm already ready for it. That, there, there's the go. There's the uh, the job for the YouTube comments. Is drop your suggestions for what we should call. Here it goes. Just, just call it Suzu. No, oh, Suzu, Suzu is Suzu is, does take a long time word. to say. To be fair, it is it's a lot. Syllables, right? Two syllables. It's it's a lot. It's two syllables. Yeah, no, but like, it's two syllables. That's the problem. Everything should like call outs and shit like that. Normally one syllable. Like normally. Yeah. 
It's like saying like uh, the, the the name of that the Greek guy with the boulders, like Sisyphus or something. It's just an annoying name. They're just like be called Jeff or something. You know why Sisyphus? He Jeff, dude. Yeah, I, but no, it's okay. so when, hard. When to did pronounce. the Jeff name originate? Okay, I can't uh, spell Sisyphus. Jeff. Or well, I actually could. S I S something. So I played Hades. That's all I know. That's all I. So got Hades two got announced. Holy yeah, shit, guys! Wait, can we just what talk about Hades two? That game's happening? gonna bang. Yeah, I actually never played Hades, but people love you that game. Oh my Hades. God, no, you need to haven't. play Hades, bro. It's one of the best games. I'm actually not Hades, like a video gamer. I'm really not a video gamer. Johnny, it's I time to play down the classic too. WoW and, and play real yeah, games. Yeah. That's true. Johnny yeah. doesn't play games. He just plays Lich King. That's all yeah, he yeah. plays. <laughs> but it looks fucking sick. This is... This is Hades, yeah. I don't really understand the lore of where they're going with it, because the other one was like, what, Greek Greek gods? Well, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this then? Is that, that, uh, is that I don't Hades? know. Moment? Well, what? she's. I think it's his sister, or something. Or yeah, it, that's it, Zagreus's sister. Zagreus's sister. So I don't know the lore. I'm, I don't know anything about it. I just so played I, the video. I game. actually, as someone that was uh, curious about the lore, I was like, "Who is this?" So I looked up who the sister was in like the real Greek lore, which you know you might not want to do if you want spoilers. But anyway, I looked it up, and it basically confirmed to me that uh, Hades got Hades the father has been cucked twice because the law says the real life law says melano melano is the daughter of persephone it was fathered by zeus it's not even hades's daughter whom he tricked by taking the former hades via wily plots it's real wording wily indicating plots. that wily in the hymn plots. persephone is already married to hades this is parallel with another orphic myth the birth of Melanoe's brother Zagreus, who was conceived when Zeus disguised as a serpent, deceived and made him specifically. Hang on a second. Twice. So you're telling me Greece been cut twice, left, right, and center? Yeah. Dude, I love how you say each other. That's really how it, it all that works. Is crazy. His wife has been getting busy with his brother. That's what's going on. I love how you say real life lore. <laughs> like it's actually <laughs> real life. It's, yeah. Yeah, okay, like, <laughs> it's all made up, bro. Okay, it's all made up. Well. Someone tell him. I'm I don't know. believe what I want. Looks fun though. Uh, yeah. yeah, it does look. It does look fine. Like they've really nailed the uh, the graphic style as well. I mean, yeah. I, I tabbed out here when all the cool shit started happening, but they do have some <laughs> fights here. Uh, yeah, no, after these conversations, and like it looks hella cool. Like, look at this. It looks amazing. If you've never played Hades, yeah, I recommend you to go you play Hades. Play it. it is the best game that exists on the Switch because it runs really well on the Switch. There's cross-platform, mm. so you can save on your PC and then also go play the exact same save file on your Switch. Wow, it, that's it's one of the crazy. the storyline is incredibly deep. It has endless amounts of things that you can do. It's a challenge if you want it to be. It's not if you don't want it to be. It hits every beat. It is the game of, in my opinion, the last ten years. Whoa. The best indie game. It's certainly the best indie game. Like a single player game, in my opinion. Um, but I had like an existential crisis that was like, Overwatch was released within 10 years. <laughs> Is it better than Overwatch? Yeah, yeah. I'm not comparing I mean, multiplayer games. To yeah, yeah, game. yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I just have a hard time playing those single player games, and I feel like I'm just wasting my time. Like, I don't let myself enjoy a game. I don't let myself no, be a game. It's a challenge, hot. Johnny, if, if, if that's the thing that you... Try this like, one. Try this yeah. one. Like, I definitely feel you though. Like playing single player games, it actually does sometimes feel like a waste of time. Yeah. Um, as bad as that sounds, like the, I can only really get into games that I'm like just a, kind of obsessed with, like the like theme wise, like Cyberpunk, for example. I've played that. I'm on like my second playthrough. Yeah. Um, it, it's so good. Like I love Cyberpunk because I love that kind of aesthetic and stuff like that. But like any other game, 
that's not like a triple A and it's like a big open world like that. I very much struggle to actually sit down and play. Like, what about the Modern Warfare the 2 Pokemon campaign? Game, I am not, dude, yeah, like, come on, who's who the fuck in that? Like, hey, I'm hey, I'm actually heard great things. I love that. You heard great things, but didn't play it. That's awesome, yeah. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched my fiance play it because she works on the game. Okay. But yeah, yeah I actually heard good things. Bias. There's some personal bias nice. coming in on that I, one. I, I, I watched <laughs> it. I watched it and it looked good. It looked like original missions and all that. I think uh, I think the campaign got really oh, good ratings. There were some. There were some, you know, chit chat about the I can't believe you just stuff, said but... original. Yeah, you just said really original content original. when they literally made a game that already existed because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 already existed and they use all the characters yeah. from the original campaigns okay. as well. Don't so use my words against me. Don't use original. my words against me. I, like, I looked at the missions and stuff and I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool mission. Like, yeah, this is pretty right. engaging, you know? Like, one is, like, sneak up God. on I'm this, you know, lighthouse and, you know, take yeah, out the I guards mean, and, like, it looked uh, fun. And then the other one was, like, a chase and there's cars. Look, that sounds like every is definitely improved <laughs> over the years. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, the older CODs, like, COD 4, like, original Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, like, they were good. And then I felt like Infinite Warfare, like, that kind of era of COD, Black Ops 3, like, that kind of era, dude, I, I just gave up with the campaigns, man. No, no, no. Just, Infinite just... Warfare campaign was actually really good. If you like sci-fi and like space stuff, I do, like the Expanse and stuff, Infinite Warfare's campaign was actually pretty fucking goaded for that. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know what the go-to like video game review website is these days, so I can't. I can't it's get definitely away not Kotaku. <laughs> Those guys hate us. Overwatch news. Yeah, Bad. dude, I can't believe <laughs> yeah. they introduced a battle pass. <laughs> oh god, we're not getting into it yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask Jaws about his trip as well, because you went home to the UK, but I mean, we've been off the goop here for so long. Are there any big takeaways from your trip there, Jaws? I don't like the cold. I'm going to say it. I prefer being very warm. Um, I'm not like a massive fan of like being cold at all, so the UK, like the weather-wise, kind of sucks for me. Um, I didn't realize how much I hated the cold until I went back. Like, I, I don't know. The, the UK cold's different to every other cold, I swear to God. It's very, like, bitter. It feels like, but yeah, it was, it was nice seeing fam and stuff like that. Yeah, it was Sweden cool, cold was like uh, refreshing. Yeah, like snowy countries. This is what I said to my parents as well. I was like, look, like skiing or like countries where you can go skiing, the air feels very fresh, and it's like I don't mind at all. But when you're in the when you're in the UK, like the cold just feels so different. I'm not sure what if if it's like the wind or like something like that. I don't know, man. It just feels different to me. Maybe Are you coastal? Because I'm very coastal in Sweden. Like I'm very yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coastal too. Yeah. yeah. Like so if like, you walk near the ocean, like you're fucked. It's like the breeze is unbelievable. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, definitely not the same level of cold as uh, is Sweden for sure, but. Like it, it was nice though. I mean, went to London, Brighton, stuff like that. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I did have COVID before that though. That was fun, isolated. That was, that <laughs> oh was my awesome. God. Yeah, came back to, came back from Korea, got COVID. That was fucking sick. It, it's, it, it, I dodged that somehow. COVID's like that Godfather quote or whatever. Or no, it's a Godfather. It's like just when I thought it was out, it pulled me back in. It's like that. That's yeah, that's nice. COVID. It's just like oh, COVID. We've dealt with that, right? And then people are like, oh, we got COVID again, and it just doesn't stop. <laughs> like it just doesn't disappear. It's crazy. Uh, I don't think people are getting it too bad though. Like, the, I don't know if how many variants we on now. How many different sets, Pokemon card sets, COVID card sets are we on right now? Like the sixth variant or something. Like this one, I didn't feel. I don't know. I didn't lose taste. I didn't lose my sense of smell or anything like that. I was just kind of sick, and that was it. Although I've got four boosters, so maybe that's 
one of the reasons why. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. All right. I want it again. But... Yeah. What about you, Avril? What have you been up to these past three weeks? Yeah, uh, since I came back to Korea, nothing really, not much. I think I cast a bit of Contenders Korea and um, uh, did a little bit of hosting work for Fortnite and Apex, which was interesting. And that's about it. I didn't get to have another holiday. These guys. Oh my God, I can't believe Avril is leaving Overwatch for holidays. Fortnite. Oh no. He's doing we, it. We, oh, like I knew it was like, going to happen. Oh, it was only a matter of weirdest, time. Bro. Weirdest experience ever. Look, if I wanted to leave for Fortnite, I'm about four years too late for that one. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't get to have a second holiday. I might, I be, might be going back to New Zealand soon, so that'd be fun. But uh, uh, I was in Australia. Scott was in Australia. We were just in different cities. Yeah. Others did not cross. No. Same as when Uber came back to Australia as well. It was like Adelaide, Brisbane, done. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we because it's like most of the time you go to Australia, it's like you're just stuck there for like a little bit. But you're like, well, I want to see all of my family because I've missed them for like thing. I'm not going all the way back to Australia. I ruled to see you. I saw you three <laughs> oh, weeks ago. Uh, way, well, we actually actually family. the last time we all saw each other and all talked to each other, we actually played Top Golf recently. So yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. actually caught oh, up no, very yeah, recently yeah, after yeah, the finals. Yeah, 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 yeah so, so, after the finals. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My yeah, so yeah, How... uh, no, Jack might be the worst golfer I've ever seen in my life. It was impressive. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I have no idea how to hold the club, bro. I just hit it. I literally grog it. I'm just like a grog man it. Grog. How would you ex how would you describe a golf swing? I grog it. <laughs> I grog it. Just swing a big club at ball. Hopefully, it go far. Uh, <laughs> Avril, how do you travel between New Zealand and Australia? Do you take the Do you take I a plane. flight? How yeah, many miles it? would you get? There's okay, a body of water between the two countries. Yeah, but I was like, do you take like the ferry? But it looks quite no, far. No, that's no, a long it's, ferry. It's too long for that. It looks quite How far. Would, there probably is a boat it is. for it, but it would take days. Remember, yeah, maps I mean, are like deceptively looks, like, especially yeah. Australia and New Zealand, like it's so deceptive. Like Indonesia is closer than New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, just look at this distance here. Just like, I know Google Maps is not very accurate. But that looks like a country. Kilometers. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a little far for a ferry. How long yeah. does how long does it take to fly that? Case. Like a, it's like a uh, three or four hour flight, right? Whoa! No, about two to three hours. Oh, really? Pops. Wait, yeah. that's massive. So they're like in different time zones and shit. Yeah. Yes. I think one hour. <laughs> why would you take a ferry? I was like, bruh. <laughs> so I thought I thought I thought it was like a, like a Nordic country kind of thing where it's like oh you know it's it's yeah. Norway and it's Sweden and it's Australia. You just and get into your little robot. But this is actually like Sweden and Norway are connected. You what you thought? No, but I'm I'm saying in, 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 in kind of like a national like relationship. But this is you know massive. This is. Huge Johnny is feeding into the narrative that Australia and saying? New Zealand are the same place. I Johnny, really Johnny is so. not helping this. I, it is, oh, dude, that reminds me. It, it, it actually reminds me. Of I, th I thought I the saw, thing the was guy like that doesn't believe Australia is real. Yeah, that people would say that to me <laughs> that all <guy>. the time. <laughs> dude, it's, it's not even I'm real, bro. They just made it up. It's a big conspiracy. <laughs> New Zealand's not real either. Makes no sense. No, I thought they just set up like a government in New Zealand to just meme in Australia, but apparently it looks like it's deserving of. <laughs> A different no, they're their thing. own country. They they got their own stuff. Wow, that's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, what it's if mostly we, the same stuff. What if we have a, a land in Tasmania? Can we do that? That would be sick. I've never been to Tasmania, so I don't know what's there. Johnny's learning right now. Tasmanian yeah. devil. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I know them for. Actually, was a uh, Overwatch contenders player that comes from Tasmania. Oh, that's cool. Um, he actually went to a few lands for contenders. He was at Pacific Showdown 2019. Ah. Uh, he was actually still playing Pro this year, Quads. What's the population? It's the one dude I know from Tasmania. Actually, Johnny, here's what something I did do in Australia as well. I went to uh, Perth, and it's the it's pretty much like the only place. There's an island off the coast of Perth, which makes, uh, which has quokkas. Uh, what? And Google what, what, what a quokka is. No. What's uh, that? No. It, it, it's uh, so they're these incredibly cute animals that okay. exist pretty much only in Australia. Oh. And the reason they only exist in this little island is because they are potentially they would die to anything. They're so cute, but they also just. They just let you touch them and go, go up to them. But if you touch them, they kind of like die. Like if you touch their children, what? the mother, mother just like abandons the child. They're like, well, you're like tainted what? or something like that. And they just abandon they're the child. Oh, yeah, they're very vulnerable. What did you call these? So, quokkas. Q-U-O-K-K. -K. I can't spell it. Q-U-K-K. O-K-K. Oh, quokka? Yeah, quokka. Look at this thing. Oh. They're very adorable. They're wow. really cute. They're really cute. And so you're just oh, like, like oh, I want to pet them. And you're like, oh, I just killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, but you're not allowed to touch them. But they like, I have a bunch of like good videos and like of them hanging out. They're really cute. The thing that they always crop out in these things though is their tails are enormous and they're like rat tails. Uh, but they are still very cute. What's <laughs> up? Look at that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah getting real close to them. So yeah. pretty sick. That yeah, didn't survive. Yeah, no, he's a, that, that cock is dead now. But you know, it was a cute photo. They that, was, smile. That, was, that was something I did in the show. There you go. They smile, yeah. They oh. have like a the way that their like faces sorted, they they kind of look like they're smiling a lot of the time. The cute. National Quokka Day is 14th of September. Oh that's lovely. Cool. Oh. There you go. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's that's nice. I learned something new about quokkas today. Uh keep in mind they are vulnerable people, so don't go about just like bopping them. That's not good. Don't, don't do that. Bop them. Yeah. Bop it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, shall we get into Overwatch then? Yeah, let's talk about Overwatch. Uh, let's talk about Overwatch. Yeah, I am, um, you know, the reason we took three weeks off as well is because I was gone as well. So, you know, celebrated Thanksgiving and then I went over to Sweden, got a, got a new visa. So that's PogChamp. Yay, but big visas. I've been so isolated because I was just staying in a cabin by myself and it was like a one bedroom apartment, but almost like smaller with a laptop and I haven't played any games. I haven't been able to play Overwatch. I haven't been able to play Ramatra. And it's hard to like stay in tune with the trends because I'm nine hours away from everyone else. So when I wake up, Twitter's fucking dead until like yeah. 4 p.m. And so I'm just existing for like eight hours of my day before actually like the world wakes up, the world I live in. And so it, it was just an absolute mess trying to stay up to everything. But uh, shoot, where do we even start? I mean, it's season two. With Overwatch 2. So, yep. let, let's just get into it. It's a fresh start. You know, new patch notes, new battle pass. You know, we got, we got Ramatra out there, but it's still in quick play, right? I think it gets activated in rank in like yes. a week. It's mm -hmm. in a week, yeah. So, um, so you know, it's, it's been quite a while. What's, what's like the, the state? If you had to rate like the state of um, happiness from the community, rating it like 1 mm. to 10... Where, where do we think we are on question. the joy scale of like, the I'm an Overwatch the problem, fan. The problem is, the, the scale for the fans' happiness is always low, no matter what it is. Yeah. So. But, okay, mm -hmm. going from like, not just the fans, because I think the fans okay. are upset about the wrong things. They're still upset about the battle pass and the monetization, and we're not going to talk about All that right, yet. Alright, the custom scale. I, you let's the custom let's scale. go the custom scale of like, metas where we are. And all the ones included in the past, this meta is about a 3 out of 10. It's a 1. 
No, it it's sucks. not a one. It's not the worst okay. meta we've ever had. It's a bad meta though. It's yeah. real fucking bad. We have Roadhog being meta. Uh, Kiriko is almost like a must pick and that makes the Roadhog almost unkillable. So it really becomes like a Roadhog off of like who hooks, not each other because they don't really even kill each other that much. Like if they're playing it properly, it's like what 200 HP target do they kill? Sojin's still really strong. People are mercy pocketing that Sojin to make him still very viable, which is just annoying. Um, and then they also buff Doomfist into Orbit. So if you play against an incredibly good Doomfist player, it's like unkillable because they have such short cooldowns on almost everything. They get more shields now. The Empowered Punch happens uh, more often because they reduce the threshold of it. So now you either have an unkillable Roadhog or an unkillable Doomfist just facing off against each other, and that's ranked. And you, as you can imagine, that's why it's a 3 out of 10. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Like, it is it is bad. Like, having Suzu in the game, I didn't realize how much it, like, impacts, and I think it took a little while for everybody to kind of get there. Like you said, Scott, Roadhog's fucking immortal. And then I have... I just like Mercy's kit, but I didn't think it was ever to the point where I'm like, you should probably remove one of those abilities apart from Bluebeam. Um, but like resurrection is now a problem too, because like you said, it's like a roadhog off, but like everybody's sitting so far back now, all the, the all the Percy players with the master challenger and then their duo, the top 500 challenger hit scan player, um, they're just sitting miles apart from each other playing Ash or Sojourn. And then as soon as you kill one, they insta res, like they're just spamming E while they're hiding behind a car, uh, behind, behind uh, like a wall. It just blows. And like as a support, like you have to play Kiriko, like you said, because Ana's fucking useless. Because you can just cleanse the anti. Like yeah. it, it does not feel good at all. It's it's definitely a meta where it's like the most frustrating for eight players, the eight players in the server that aren't the hogs. It it, it honestly sounds it's like one, one of those uh five of the players on the team. Like, like April Fool's Day events where they just like do wonky shit with the patch notes <laughs> and you're like, oh Reaper can fly and stuff. But the meta is unkillable Roadhog, unkillable Doomfist with Mercy Pocketing yeah. Hitscan. Yeah. That yeah. does I mean, sound awful. This, this was kind of a, a worry that I think a lot of people had, especially at the beginning of Overwatch 2, where it's like, okay, so we want to transform the tank role into like this bruisery kind of role. So it's like, it's not like a pure, like, I am, because even Reinhardt got like buffs, double fire strike, like, you know, yeah. uh, he can cancel charge to make him more of like, I can just get in there and brawl, you know, like rather than just like holding shield. Same with Arissa, got changed completely. No more shield for Arissa anymore. So he got the javelin spin. But it has now got to that point where I think everybody was worrying where tanks are just big DPS and big DPS with an invulnerability. Pretty sick. Pretty yeah. sick. I will well, say. Oh, sorry. Doomfist doesn't kill that many things. Like, Doomfist doesn't no, kill sorry. that many things. He's, like, he it's does do a lot of damage and he can kill people. I thought but his punch he, is insane, though. Yeah, his, his punch is good, but they reduce the stun on the wall, I think. So it doesn't feel like you'll get, like, because you remember before, if you were 200 HP target, if they hit you with the empowered punch into the wall, yeah. they could close the distance and double shotgun you. Yeah. That's sort of being removed, but it's just, like, he's unkillable. Like, if it, the Doomfist is good enough. So you can go over yeah, I was gonna say like it doesn't surprise me that these are problems when you consider like immortality based abilities like lamp. We complain about this for like a very long time with Bat and they had a second I will one. I disagree. Lamp is fine because people we're at the point at the stage in the stage of Overwatch right now where la people insta shoot lamp like it's 
it, it was a problem before, but it also has a 22 second, I believe. 22 second cooldown. Here's the thing. Suzu has a 14 second cooldown, plus you have to stay inside of the lamp to actually get effectiveness out of it. Plus it doesn't... So, so okay, like, so so there's... Which obviously makes lane better because it's, there's counterplay, but my point is, like, those immortality-based abilities are problematic. They were problematic before. They're still problematic now. Okay, we've we've learned to get past lamp, but Suzu is just a different story, and now you've got two of them. Not that they overlap too much because you don't see those two get played together. Um, and then Rez, it's just like, what's well, not a surprise because I've always felt that Rez was super problematic as an ability. Like, I've hated Rez since day one. I, I felt like it's super yeah. anti-skilled and just I agree. anti-fun as well. Like, uh, I mean, double Rez, talk about worst metas ever. The double Rez meta that we have in Overwatch League was easily one of the bottom ones for me yeah. ever. Like, how unbelievably ridiculous was that? That clip will always <clears throat> stay in my mind. Anubis... Oh god, was it Valiant? Or maybe Valiant versus Shock, but like someone gets an unbelievable headshot on Anubis point A, one of the Widowmakers, um, sniping down. She was on the top left, if you're like on the defender side on the high ground, and she shoots down onto the platform like this guy just flew past and she boom, headshots near the mega on the right hand side if you're on the defensive side of things. Um, I remember that shot. It's like holy shit, that shot was insane. And then Mercy just goes, E. And it's just like, okay, dude, that fucking blows. I think, especially in a 5v5 game, I do not think Red should be in the game. Um, Red shouldn't have been in the game anyway. I've always felt like it's a dumb ability. Like So, so much of what Mercy does, in my opinion, is straight up ruins the game. And a, a lot of it does come from the Rez. So I'd be a lot happier if she just didn't have Rez. All the, all the Mercy mains, Mercy one tricks are probably crying right now because, I don't know, their, their, their waifu heroes, well, you know, suggest to be broken, but... Let me defend us Mercy waifus real quick. Um, because the most important thing for me is like Mercy is incredibly cool when she's being played in a way in which she is moving with the team. She is working as this unit and you're like damage boosting people getting close. You're using that. But the, that's not really how she is used almost ever. As you said, she is more just blue beaming one person in the back, not really healing anyone else. As Jack said, right yeah, now, the big issue is they are usually a lower ranked player just damage boosting some really high ranked hitscan player who yeah. then is able to carry the game because they have that level of pocket, right? Especially when you have Sojin where if you have Sojin Mercy versus just a Sojin, that fight becomes almost impossible to win because like you just have a lot less uh, freedom to make mistakes and stuff like that. Especially now when you can't one shot. So like you, yeah. what, you do 195, call the Sojin hides behind a corner, gets healed back up, we're back to where we are. I'm not saying yeah. that one shots should be in the game because I don't like those either, but yeah, I'm just, like the the whole Mercy pocket situation, how she actually gets played, where the rest of your team doesn't see this Mercy ever, and you're actually just working with one healer, and that's why Mercy is just chilling in the back, like way back, healing one person. It's like, come on, that's just such a lame. It, game it validates so many cool <coughs> plays and things. Like Widowmaker, I I disagree. I think like Widowmaker and stuff like that should be able to one shot. Um, being a very like high that's skill fine. hero because she has a lot of weaknesses. Aim. Yeah, she has a lot yeah. of weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, she does have a lot of weaknesses, and that's why, like, she's fine. Like, but a Widowmaker hitting, like, a cool grapple, like, junk it down first. She fucking grapples up, you know, on the big building. You get some nice little one shot. But, like, the problem is Mercy just hits E because you can't grapple again. It's yeah. like, it's just kind of it. My big issue is that it invalidates a lot of, like, cool plays. It's like, okay, Rez is down. Yeah, we got Rez out. And also, but it'll be up I'm okay. Game, I'm okay with yeah. Widowmaker being in the game, but that doesn't mean I would be okay with more Widowmakers because then it's just like, no. No, you know, no, what no. if they just I'm, what if they just made Sojin really weak in other areas? Like, well, then you just have another Widowmaker. It's like, 
we don't need more Widowmakers in the game. We don't need more of those types of heroes. So yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really mind rest. I think if it's used like within a fight, like to get someone up that like currently in a fight, like you're down like three versus four, and like you get up someone to get even. But if you keep, if you like, if the main use is just like to minimize like people getting picked before a fight, then it feels kind of shit because then you're like, oh, we got a pick. That is literally how Mercy is played. Yeah, but then oh, it's yeah, like, it's oh, we got a pick, and it's like, oh well, fuck, they just rested, so now we got to start from scratch again. Like that kind of sucks. There was a funny um, Twitter video. Oh man, I I'm gonna can't remember the content creator that put it out. Was it Esky? Maybe I don't know. But it was you, I'm sure everybody's seen the meme of the sweaty guy and he's like smashing the keyboard and like like the mouse and stuff and he's like sweating. It's like like it was it was that like as a like a streamer like picture thing and then an Ana player and then the guy like dancing to music. Um, as the Mercy player, like standing behind, like holding right click, like that. Yeah. That to me is like, okay, you're. It's probably a problem, and I do want to caveat and say, like, I just made a whole fucking video on this like two hours ago, and I'm just gonna fucking repeat myself. But <laughs> like, the I think the problem here as well with this argument is that there should be heroes in the game that don't require as much skill as like a Zen or yeah. like an Ana um, to enable people that may not be good at like an fps aspect of a game to have a good entry into the game and i think that's what draws a lot of people to like mercy as a character is because the character in essence to get a lot of value well to get like a middling amount of value you don't really need to do much um and getting to grips with that and then transitioning onto things like um honor is like you'd think that would be a perfect transition, right? But the problem is, Mercy, especially at this point in the game, at this point in the meta, you can play it at such a high level where, like, it's just frustrating to play against. And you're not seeing... you. Technically, you shouldn't see, like, those lower skilled heroes, unless in a specific situation, being played all the way at the very top. Like, there should be easy heroes in the game that get people to grips with positioning or whatever to then transition Jack. into harder heroes, which are more effective at a higher rank, um, for example, Jack. like over <clears throat> league level. There's a, the problem with your statement, while being extremely rational and probably true, is the fact that that's the player base themselves don't want that because yeah. the true story here back in the double rares double instant rares mercy phase which where she was unbelievably broken she got nerfed one of the most justifiable <laughs> nerfs i've ever seen in my life scott knows what's coming there was the biggest community outcry from the mercy means i've ever yeah. fucking seen yeah. the the tears filled up the fucking lakes man it, it like it solved the drought crisis in australia was how much filled fucking up the tears well were flowing the, like uh, ilios bro I, that that shit solved the global water crisis. That shit like fucking raised the sea level. Like it was unreal. It's like your hero was the most broken shit ever. The easiest no brain stuff I've ever seen. Double, just double instant raise on E. It's like what is going on? And it was justifiably nerfed. And these people just they were crying so fucking hard. So the point is, Jack, is that while you may be right and that mercy shouldn't be viable up there, if it's not viable, the mercy mains will cry and then she will be viable. Well, nah. you know, we, we gotta, you know, if Mercy is a problem, then we gotta do something about Mercy. We can't, we're, uh, yeah, you know, let, let there be water, you know, like, uh, <laughs> let there be yeah, floods. Yeah, that's a bit floods. Get in Noah's Ark quick. We're not but, surviving this. But, you know, just rinsing Jack for content here now because he's got a video planned. Like, it sounds like if we sort of saw, or like, reduce the effectiveness of Bluebeam, then that would be a step forward in the right direction because then you'd minimize that people she just getting a damage boost you, damage boost is a problem like 
I, yeah, I agree. I think damage boosting is, uh, damage boosting without, like, it being an ult, like an honor ult, or, like, all the rest of, well, all the rest of fucking Jesus Christ, that was a problem or in bad. itself, but, like, you know, as an ult, or, like, an ability that requires, like, oh, a big cooldown or something, so, for, you fucking, you know, old armor pack, what if you threw a pack at somebody, it was on a 20 second cooldown, it gave them a damage boost for, like, I don't know, a few seconds, you know what I mean? Like, something like that, like a big investment, like, the investment for blue beam is nothing. Like literally nothing. Yeah. yeah, you can also switch to uh, the healing beam too, right? It's yeah, it, it damage boost is definitely problematic. I would say I would rather have a nerf on the res or just removing res completely than having a removal or reduction in like damage beam. I don't think you'll ever see res be removed because it is no, just such a big so, no. part of her kit. Uh, yes. Like it just like her character design is built around yeah. that mechanic. Um, I I agree. I think anything in which it enables another character is an issue, right? in that way of like it's the same thing that we're talking about with suzu where it's like it's impossible to balance the game around a mechanic when you have one that like massively changes like when kiriko suzu got announced people were like that's going to be strong but we didn't know how or why in a lot of ways did it not many yeah. people were saying well this is going to make roadhog unkillable but that's that's the issue is when you add these mechanics that sort of massively enable someone else with immortality with an extra damage boost and anything like that it becomes very difficult to see the effects of that and which character that's going to affect right sojin and roadhog right now i don't i actually like the sojin nurse i actually think they were pretty well placed i think they solve a lot of the issues the only thing that is really sort of making sojin still very strong is the fact that mercy still exists in the game on top of that because of the way the game is being played with the kiriko and the roadhog kiriko and roadhog are just playing their own little game and then the sojourn and mercy are just playing their own little games of who's going to one shot someone first right um which is really fucking annoying um in, in a lot of ways so, so another thing that like as so if we're adding someone to the nerf list junker queen is a hero that her entire embodiment of her tank kit is that she heals herself you get to the end of a game, she's probably healed herself for about a thousand. Like throughout the entire match, if she's done more, she'll start adding up. They did buff that to 1.25 in this most recent patch. Roadhog does that in four taker breathers. Like he heals <laughs> yeah, himself he does, yeah. so fucking much. Like you get to the end of every single game, and the Roadhog, if he has been playing aggressive, has been playing it right, usually has more healing than the Lucio. Probably not more than the Kiriko because of how much her single healing is. But if you do a 15-minute game, the Roadhog's probably going to have close to like eight to 10,000 healing in the game. And that is a fundamental problem with Roadhog as well. Not just the Suzu, but his ab ability to be massively self-sustainable with just the heals. I think they need to reduce that to about 200 to make him less, abil less able to just walk into the open and just like heal it off in like six seconds or make the cooldown longer so that there's more of a cost to making that decision of playing so aggressive and stuff like that. Because right now, the risk to reward with R Roadhog Kiriko is just so minimal. The biggest issue that you have as a Roadhog right now is getting hooked by the other Roadhog. That's the only counter. And that's when you have these issues of when the counter to a hero is the same hero. And that's why you get these hard metas of Roadhog. And especially, Roadhog's not that hard to play. Like, at the highest level, yes, he is. He's really but fundamentally, he's not that hard to play. It's it's the same. Jesus Christ! I've just read my whole fucking script. It's <laughs> literally the the same like kill loop is just, the the gameplay loop is peak hook. Do you hit hook? Yes, you kill. Hit no. Okay, go back. Maybe heal. Also, don't forget Scott as well. Damage reduction when he hits E. Yeah. So not only does he heal. I mean that's reduction. stupid. So, yeah. 
Just, which is and, ridiculous, right? And the and, only counter we have in this fucking game has always been Ana. Like, we can we sleep him it. as it, it means that he can't just use his heal in front of us. There's a punishment yeah. to that. We have a nade to follow up, which is a punishment to that. But literally, if you sleep them, they usually get suzu'd off the rip, which means that they can get up. Even if you purple them, they'll probably be fine. Or they just wait out the sleep. As soon as you throw your purple at them or they get hooked, they get suzu'd, right? So it's like every single punish that exists in this game doesn't exist. And you can't even play Zen because the, the aforementioned Sojourn Mercy is sitting in the back line just waiting for you to peek your enormous fucking balls around the corner and then just rip your head off. Can I, can I say, like, you, I, I think if you remove the damage reduction from the heal he wouldn't be a tank. Like, this is part of Roadhog's problem, is he's barely able to tank mm. anyway. He just has a huge, like, health pool with no damage mitigation because he's got no armor. Um, and the only way he tanks for the team is by taking a breather, taking some heat, and then walking away fine. Like, So you're, say you're he saying the, the biggest problem with Roadhog's design is essentially that his kit is built around a cooldown on hook, and if you don't have hook up, then you, you shouldn't participate in the well, fight. He's not a team hero. The problem is yeah. when you have tanks in the game that don't fulfill the role of what you traditionally think a tank is. And I'm not saying every tank needs to be Reinhardt, but like if you go so far in the other direction that Roadhog is literally fat DPS, or in Jungle Queen's case, I think she's fat DPS as well. That's a problem. It's like at least you got to be Zarya where you, could, you might bubble your team. Right? That's something. But for super selfish tank heroes to exist like that, it, it, it doesn't... It's not good for the game when those heroes that was okay exist. in Overwatch 1. Yeah, because, uh, because well, you had another tank. I, I, I actually disagree. You know, I think that Roto could be a nice niche if you're like a solo kind of thing and like, oh, you can like take a breather or whatever. But the fact that no one can punish you, like if you're mispositioned or like if you mess up a CD or like people can't dive you, I mean, that is the problem, right? If you combine Susu with take a breather plus damage reduction, you... it's going to be so hard to kill the Roadhog. I, You know, well, a flank solo tank lineup doesn't have to be bad, I think. You want to know what I think a problem with Suzu is? Is that both cleansers and invulnerabilities. Like, should be yes. one, not the other. Yeah, well, why both? Spoke about this both is crazy. Life. Just remove the invulnerability on Suzu. Just keep it as a cleanse. Give it a little bit more healing, but just remove the invulnerability. I, I actually think I'm in the opposite direction. I, Because I, I, I think the cleanse is too niche then. You're running into. There's only certain heroes that it's good against. I don't think it should cleanse. I don't think... It should have the ability because the immortality is quite short and it doesn't give you a lot. The big thing is that like Junker Queen is just flat useless against the Kiriko. Like because her ultimate gets mitigated like so quickly on the characters that it usually is. So it makes it you have to play around it so much. Like, I don't know. Like, I think Kiriko needs a needs a pass of nerfs. I think the Suzu needs to get hit, and I think her single target healing needs to get hit a little bit. Um, but now you've brought me to the position in which I can say it because I said this on SVB's broadcast as well, uh, podcast, delete Roadhog. Like I, I genuinely think we're getting to a <laughs> Real point. Though. In, we're getting to a point in the game where hopefully we're going to have more heroes coming. Maybe not delete him right now, but in the future, he needs to get deleted from the game because as a tank, he fundamentally doesn't work in the game of Overwatch. He plays a solo game. He is a one-shot character. He does not play as a tank. And I think that there is no amount of balancing that you can give him or like changing unless they just do a you ridiculously have to completely large rework. rework. You like, have to completely rework the hero. Yeah, and I think existing again. that is the problem, I think, with Roadhog. And I think we're, we're going to have so many new heroes coming through in the future that I it, it'll get to a point where it, the game will be fine if he doesn't there's exist a, in the game. There's another, way, there's another way to do that, Scott, which is to nerf him so hard that he's not worth picking. 
But that, but we've had that in the past for the last like five years. He's either incredibly annoying to play against or he's useless. And yeah, that's and, annoying. You know, yeah. Heroes yeah. like this, heroes like this still people. have like a player base. They, like there are still Rodog fans. Yeah, there are Rodog like, mains. And like, even if Rodog is bad, being, yeah. you enabling that fan base to play the hero that is obviously bad for the game, that is bad for the game. Like there's no other way around it. So I think yeah. what, what, Scott, what Scott is hinting at is like, we need to remove the ability of players ruining the game of others by playing a hero that shouldn't really be in the game. Like that yeah. doesn't fit the philosophy of the game. So I can kind of see that. I mean, you can still, look, there's been plenty of reworks in this game and some have been great. So you could still preserve the nature of Roadhog and like still have a fan base around the Roadhog. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't nope. have to be this ability set. It just needs a complete rework as yeah. a hero to be viable give him a fucking arm shield or something you know what i mean like, an arm shield Rodo. Or like i don't know something like he holds up a fucking metal door like he's a scrapper isn't he like just fucking hold up a metal door and he's like and you, people shoot it and shit like that I don't oh, it's, 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 here's what they should do with roadhog yeah. uh they what should happen is when uh heroes die he sh they should drop a piece of scrap and then you could go pick up the scrap and, and, and then when you get enough you can throw those scrap pieces That's and good. it gives someone 50 armor that's Think about it. It could be interesting brother. idea for the game. They could they could call him Torbjorn. Yeah, where he could change <laughs> Torbjorn, and maybe he can build things. Whoa! No way. That's How like, many not like, not people like a are thing, scrap called things. Torbjorn in Australia? <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, I can't find a scene if I know where. Anyway. Well, there's none then. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, tough. Uh, probably not. Probably not even one called that in Sweden. What? My uncle's name is Torbjorn. Your uncle's Seriously? name no, is Torbjorn? Yeah. Dude, he's trolling. Don't fall for the bait. Yeah. No, no, it's genuinely um, Torbjorn. And he's like, you know, the most Torbjorn guy ever. Not as in like he's, he's a engineer. dwarf and he builds turrets, but as in like, <laughs> he, 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 he's, he's, you know, he, he's, he's fucking, fucking cool. Oh, like he's, uh, he's, he's, he's. He's a solid fucking Torbjorn. Yeah, I don't know how to explain solid it. Solid fucking Torbjorn. Yeah, solid. What does that mean? Fucking Torbjorn. No, baby. he. You know, he, he. He's been hunting some in real life. You know, he. He has a car shop. You know, he. Uh, he, he. He can. He can. You know, if your if your table's broken, he knows how to fix it. You know, he's a fix it kind of guy. He's just a fucking. Just, just a, a great fucking uncle. Like he knows everything. Yeah. You know, like if you're like, oh, I need to put on my winter tires. He's like, oh, I got you. Come into my garage, I'll put the with the tires on. And then you go over for dinner and he's like, Oh, I, I shot this deer yesterday. Here's some stew. And he's like, Oh, this is great. Thank you, Torbjorn. You're, that you're just the sounds like the Torbjorn in the game. Pretty epic. Yeah, he's awesome. So yeah, there are there are actual Torbjorns in real life. I got an uncle. I'm on the Torbjorn Wikipedia page, and there's famous Torbjorns. Norwegian footballer, Swedish footballer, a TV producer, handball player, politician, billiards player, like any Australians? It's real. He's not trolling. Yeah. Um there's... no. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> look like it. There's no Aussies. Uh, oh, Danish? There's a Dane? Yeah, I mean, it's a Nordic name, but that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. All right, anything else with the balance? I feel like we hit most of it. Anything else? Any big emotions that just like, oh, these heroes uh, are... Okay, I, let me, uh, let me I got bring us back down actually. to Earth yeah. with some reasonable uh, take. Uh, I think there's been a lot of um, sentiment around buffing support because of the issues that exist, but I actually True. don't think supports need buffs. I think Thanks. that... The other heroes need to be realigned. Like yeah, the tanks yeah. and the DPS need to get pulled down. And I actually, because I actually think there's the entire support roster, other than Kiriko, is pretty much fine right now. Other than like obviously Mercy is like a fundamental thing of like she's kind of balanced, but she's just annoying. Um, 
but and she's kind of enabled by this meta right now but I, other than that i think supports are in a fine spot they just need to work out tanks and dps a lot better because once roadhog and sojin and all that kind of stuff stop being as oppressive and doomfist now supports will feel better um but for right now supports just feel garbage because of the spot the game is in but don't buff all the supports buffing everyone yeah, is not the solution Christ. to problems it should be nerfing because that's how you end up in the issue of power creep and the game just becomes like this ridiculous hodgepodge where everyone's overpowered okay so i got a bit of a transition off that note you know i i've seen this everywhere as well uh so how how does the the tracer buff play into that do you feel like oh, with the, yeah, the tracer damage buff that. is is it significant enough that like that's it's really gonna be the bug right that's gotta be a bug it's a no, bug, they right? they talk yeah, about it, Jack. They talk. They, they no, they, they talk about it, Jack. They they wait that Twitter spaces thing or no? They, they they like they talked about it. the reason it got buffed is because they said that the bug was creating the damage, right? So they wanted when they fixed the bug, they're like, "Well, Trace is going to be weak now that the bug doesn't exist. We're going to buff her damage back up to six to make her strong." Which bug? Dude, the it amount of tracer bugs, do you remember the beta? Yeah, but like, it was the it 20 was... foot range one that Dante talked about. The one where it's like when you were at 20, uh, well, 20 feet, 20 meters, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it was like you were doing like ridiculous damage at that range for where you are. But they put her back to six, but her numbers, I think it needs to go back to 5.5, in my opinion. Absolutely. I, six is a, a, a little ridiculous. And I think when it's not, obviously she's very, very strong right now, but I think she will be ridiculous when you take out the one shots when i play tracer in this patch i am just doing so much damage the only thing that kills me is one shots when, when the custom tracer is out of control you need to look yeah, at the hero that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, i'm saying like when the yeah. custom yeah. tracer is out of control that's when you know it's a problem it's uh, dude the bugs that tracer's had recent like for a hero that really has not been changed for like ever since like the launch of overwatch like back in whenever it was, you know, like Jesus Christ, over the, the transition to Overwatch 2, there must have been something weird underlying like bugs that would just pop in their heads up. Because we had the range thing, we had the bug in the beta where she was doing also an absurd amount of damage. It was like if she was doing more, but like it was a bug because she was supposed to do less. And then they were like, oh, instead of just nerfing her completely, we're just going to put it in the middle where the bug was and where it's supposed to be. And then now with the extra range, like what is happening with Tracer, bro? Like, for a hero that's not been touched, it's crazy. Like how many problems we're having with her. It's uh, it's it's. I, I, I gotta like, say, I, uh, I, I, you know, having gone on this trip it's and then funny, coming on, I like am code and stuff like that. Cause forget <laughs> it, you know, like yeah. some, some shit happens. You know what I mean? Like no, it's wacky as heck. Uh, yeah, it's just really funny. It's unreal. To me. Like it's not a bad thing. You know, it's not like destroying the game or anything like that. It's just very funny to me how like. How many bugs she's had and it's like okay why <laughs> like what's going on here i i feel like literally uh, the the guy with the pizza walking into a burning room gif where i'm like i went on this trip for three weeks like all right playoff patch you know like soria was really strong you know we saw some diva but everything seemed fine and then like kiriko came in and like rodok's absolutely fucking nuts and like tracers bonkers and the game the meta is just absolutely broken it felt like it was reasonable not that long ago what happened yeah. it's, it's i can i can tell you what happened okay every time so far this year and maybe even past years but let's just focus on this one because the last time we got a hero uh, outside of overwatch 2 felt so long ago every time there's been a new hero it's fucking destroyed the game somehow think about it beta one before Joker real. queen okay well, we'll i, I don't even think we'll it's so serious other than sojin which are doing think, that no, no 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 hang on think about this junker queen as soon as she comes out we get a major junker queen meta um true 
we just with the previous meta is just gone. And the can you imagine if Queen? the game was out on that meta? Holy oh shit! Oh my god! But, but the, th the funny thing is, mid would you guys agree with me that mid-season madness tournament had the best meta we've seen probably in a very long time? Maybe it was perfect. It was, it was a great tournament. Meta. Yeah, it was yeah. an it was the best very, meta very. because everything was viable. You could play like three or four different tanks, bunch of different um, compositions, you know, super high diverse strategies. And then Junker Queen comes and they were kind of they were kind of quick after Sojourn was like tested on in the beta to like put nerf Sojourn to like make her good like pretty early on, which led to mid season madness and also King of Clash being like pretty reasonable metas in that regard. I mean, Reaper Sorry was a bit strong at the start of the year, but they were pretty quick in changing it to leave us in a pretty good spot. But then Junker Queen went on for a stage and now Kiriko has like gone the, on for the, some time and the, like And slow. then Kiriko came out. So here's the thing is that I think the patch we had just before Kiriko came out was really good because, okay, was it a lot of Zarya and a lot of D.Va and stuff like that? But that's okay because those are fundamentally quite different comps. D.Va was a double flex support plus D.Va kind of situation. Zarya was more like a rush type situation. I can't remember when someone was going to play it at all. I think maybe a little bit, but not that much. So you still had like a 2.5 tank rotation there. Um, and it was reasonably diverse. I remember watching games back then and thinking, this is fine. Like, this is like a pretty playable meta, pretty good meta. And then we get to the actual of watching playoffs meta. It's like, oh, we just play one comp now. It's like, okay, that's a bit lame. Lit. This is... what what. So every time a new hero gets introduced, it just kind of fucks up the game in like a way where it's like, well, previously it was just fine. Like it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, let's run transition actually to Ramatra then because you brought this up because so you don't think it's going to change too much. Here's, here's what I think. I, I'm actually really curious to see if the developers at some point kind of like panic patch the game of some kind because I'm going to be real. I've followed this scene for a long time. I haven't seen the scene freak out about this, about the meta in like a long time. I like how bad it is and like how much they're hating it and like they want to get rid of Roadhog and like all this, these drastic changes. So I'm curious to see what they'll actually do. I don't think, I, I do think they should like release some kind of like emergency patch or whatever um, this coming Tuesday because they usually patch on Tuesdays, right? But yeah. I don't think they will because they probably think that Ramatra is going to affect competitive play in such a way that you know, you know it don't worry guys it'll, it'll, it'll change it up a little bit because otherwise we're gonna wait until the mid season of, of season 2 right which is start of January or something like that and like we're gonna wait 2-3 more weeks for some kind of balance patch which last time was delayed by the way so yeah. I, there's not a lot of hopium going on around here because yeah why don't you kick us off Costa? why don't you think Gromata will change up the pace of the matter well I think that's like you sort of hit it there there's not a lot of hopium here because it's like no one believes that they're going to do it. Uh, so I think people are just kind of frustrated. And Ramatra isn't going to, like, if you've played with Ramatra, he's an interesting hero. I think his design is sick. Like, I think he's really cool, but I think he's just going to straight lose to Doomfist and Roadhog. So I don't think he's going to be played. Like, Ramatra only has like a 16 second shield that stops him from getting hooked. And once he gets hooked, he does not have enough survivability. Even in Nemesis form, like what's going to happen is he's going to get hooked. He's going to go to Nemesis form, get his 200 armor, and then just hold his arms, right? <laughs> and it's like, at that point, you're not helping. You're just trying to not die. <laughs> um, obviously, his ult is quite strong if he can live, if he can get nano and all that kind of stuff. But we've all seen the clips so far of like, one of the things that you use the ultimate is, is you ultimate, the other Ramatra usually ultimates as well, and then you both just sit there with your arms up trying to not take any damage, and you're, but your ult runs forever and stuff like that. So it's like, I just don't think Ramatra's... I think he's a great kit. 
I don't think he fits in the game right now because it goes back into, I think Roadhog and Doomfist are just ridiculously I, overpowered. I don't even think he has a good kit. I'm not going to lie to you. I think you don't think his kit kids... is interesting. Okay, wait, separate it's interesting, it. separate it. interesting and good, not the same yeah. thing. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah think, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's competitive good, as in like strong, or do you think it's a good kit for a new hero and interesting from like a gameplay perspective? Interesting from a gameplay perspective. I do not think it's good right now. Um, I think he needs a little bit of work um, to make him better, but I like he needs some form of mobility. I think is his biggest issue right now. Like he just doesn't go anywhere. He I just did... stands around. I would say no, like on the mobility thing. Like, but like, even I don't just wanna... like a short dash, like a Cassidy roll would go a long way for him. <laughs> much roll. He's gonna look like a Bakugan, bro. Like, he just like, curls up into a ball and starts uh, Dude, he's a cyborg. Just I... like patch him like a Tesla car or something. Just yeah, like, oh, add it in somersault. Or... I will say, I disagree with that take just because. I don't want to get into a point where we are relying on every character having some form of mobility. Too late. Um, too late, Jack. We're in too deep. No, everyone has no, mobility. Not. Like as as a tank, only. as a tank, you're you as I said, he's a tempo Roadhog tank that has no tempo. He has one tempo, and that's walk at you very menacingly. That's what Roadhog does. Yeah, but, but he has an enormous fucking hero. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're not, let's not talk about Roadhog. No, no more, we mentioned Satan's name in here, Roadhog. Yeah. Um, There's a lot more to talk like, about there. Either there, like you give him a dash or whatever the fuck, right? Or you have him like Sigma where he can like stun. Accretion, you know, is, is pretty good. Sigma has no mobility apart from his ultimate, but like he has defensive tools. Maybe something for a Matro where he can like push people back, you know, just something to like yeah. get people away from him. I, I would rather that than a uh, than a mobility move for like a Bakugan roll or like something like that. Like, um, although in Nemesis form you do have a timer, so maybe that would kind of line up. If you did hit Nemesis form, like, you could do a small dash. I'm not sure, but like as I said, I don't think he needs it in his ranged form. But it's like his entire Nemesis form is about being close to you, right, and getting in your up, face. Yeah. There, all those characters that you talked about. They have something that does that solves that problem, right? Like Sigma doesn't have mobility, but he's like he doesn't want to be there. He wants to stay in the mid range. Same thing with yeah, Roadhog yeah, doesn't yeah. have mobility, but his thing is he pulls people close to him, right? A push or a pull. As you said, maybe he needs a pull of something to get people and stay within his range. Because his ultimate as well, unless you have another tank to just follow around. Your ultimate actually kind of disappears. You either kill everyone yeah. or they run away from you pretty quickly. I was I, super, dude. I was like, oh my God, this ult might be so fucking like either busted or like just so boring to play against. And I, cause I was wondering like how long it actually lasted. Three seconds, by the way, for the viewers that haven't played Romantro, you can play him by the way, if you've not unlocked him in training range. I found that out the other day. Well, that was pretty sick. So if you don't have a battle pass, you haven't unlocked him, whatever, you can play him in training range so you can find out about his kit. But also props are busy for doing that. I don't think any other game does that. It's pretty sick. Um, but only three seconds is kind of nutty short. Like, oh my God, you accidentally pop, not accidentally pop it, but you know, you pop that at the wrong time. GG, that's your role. It's it gone. It just goes you, away, yeah. You, you, know, you need to have a Lucio with Ramatra. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But um, yeah, Scott, I'm kind of in the same vein as you where it's like, eh, he kind of needs something to help him at least stick to people. But yeah. then, Did you know that you can accidentally cancel his ult? Yeah. How that do you was accidentally a, cancel it? If you try and go into Nemesis form while in the ultimate Nemesis form, you just you just go out of Nemesis form. Oh, really? Your ult's just gone. You just lose That's your nice. ult straight up. <laughs> well, that blows.
um i think go. he actually i think he does i'm the more i've th thought about it from both of your perspectives the more i think like obviously no not in his like his wizard mode huh for like yeah. wizard mode that's a good yeah, i like it yeah, yeah, I, I, like it. It. I, I like wizard mode i'm down wizard mode wizard mode um but uh in his nemesis form i think like just a very short dash is fine like that wouldn't be really insane that wouldn't yeah. be like oh i got another tank with mobility it's just a very short dash to help him a little bit to gap close you could even give him like a five six second cooldown on that yeah like one third of a sojourn slide do you know what i'm saying like one third of that it would yeah. even be okay as i said obviously the 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 reason i said roll is not for the like him actually rolling it's the distance <laughs> right like he's not closing yeah. that much distance sure, with sure, the roll sure. but that little bit it's of enough. extra gives you enough sometimes to be able to like use it effectively without because feeling like you're getting run down the other thing is i don't know how you guys felt about this but his punches are not super long range so yeah they're like they're, they're deceptive because you feel like oh this is going to hit but then it's just kind of just out of range sometimes um and i think that's fine though fits with the his, his, he's supposed his, to go through shields right so like you're in a situation where like he's potentially in a lot of the trailers is like you used to get to reinhardt and he's like punching through the shield and shit like that i think that's kind of cool i don't think so you need too much range on the punch you, you have to remember it's like that's fine okay we can we can we can talk about that but then the other thing is his punch actually doesn't do that much damage because you have to land a lot of those punches to actually get it what is it 50 damage is it 50 or 60 or what uh, with each punch, that. yeah, one punch I, is like fifty. Damage. I want to say sixty, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Anyway, right you on that. you have to hit you have to hit a lot of punches then to actually yeah. get a kill, right? Um, so it's 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 not even that threatening. Like he's not that threatening. So uh, also the block is a lot. A lot of people describe it as like a bad power block from Doomfist, and I feel like it's it shouldn't be infinite. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if they improved his block but added a cooldown. Something make it defense matrix. It. Honestly, just make, make it defense matrix at that point. Oh, like, give, give it a resource. <laughs> give it a yeah, resource. No, like, give it a resource bar, not eat everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just, like, give it it's a resource like, bar. I think it's more skilled if it's, like, something like a power block that has a cooldown, that has a resource that you have to manage, but it's a little stronger, so it's not just you... It's a 50% damage reduction, right? So yeah. I think that's it probably needs a little bit more help than that, but obviously if it gets that level of help, it can't be infinite. So... Ooh. Also, can we talk about how shit his slow is? Like, it does, like, no damage. Like, and it doesn't even slow that Talking much. Like, the, so, the so vortex just, thing? Yeah, the, the vortex thing. It doesn't pull people from very high, so it doesn't actually no. really do the thing it needs to do. It doesn't do much damage, and the slow is pretty negligible. So it's like, I feel like it's not offering enough for his kit right now. Um, Then what no, really should exist? They showed it off in the trailer, like, you could throw it, like, in the air and fucking catch Far Mercy. Yeah, like, bro, that shit does not fly far. This guy is getting not even bronze at the shot put at the Olympics. Like, <laughs> there is no way you're getting a Fire Mercy out of the sky if the Fire Mercy have like three brain cells uh, because yeah. they're playing in Skybox. You know what I mean? It's it's really strange. I don't think it's not high enough. The, the, the height of the thing like doesn't reach high enough. I I don't think it should be a grenade. I think it should just be like a skill shot. Like it just kind of goes like an anti sleep projectile like length. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, maybe I a little bit. Uh, maybe it like explode like if it comes near into contact like quite a large hitbox in the air and it hit, does hit a fire mercy like a, a generous hitbox rather than a sleep because it's not like an immobil um, an immobilizing ability in terms of like stun like i guess a stun. there's two ways that sleep, i think it could right? be one is like it could literally target like uh um Sig sigma's gravitic flux where you just target thing on the ground it just does it yeah or another way that i thought was really cool a better a better idea than even that is to throw it like a grenade that you can activate in the middle of the air 
to then get the suck. Oh, the ball. No, I'm not. That's a good idea. So, so what that you so what you then cool, do yes. is you literally throw it at the pharmacy. You don't have to. Connect. And then when 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 it connect when it connects in the right like cylinder, whatever it is vertically, yeah. you choose when that happens. Then you activate it and the fucking pulls them to the ground. That's how it should be, right? And that makes it a skill shot, right? In its own right yes. of like when you're ah. kind of like a that's kind of like Arissa suck how Arissa suck used to be, right? So. Yeah. And in it should way, definitely but, like yeah. follow the pharmacy down, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> if it connects with them, they should definitely be plummeted. But because that's I feel actually like... a sick idea because that makes it way more skillful too. And like, yeah, I agree. Because I'm I, a lot of the time when I think about balance and stuff, I'm thinking it from like a like a caster's perspective or like a viewer's perspective too, where it's like skill shots are cool as fuck. You know, like hitting okay. a sleep on a Genji, cool as hell. So like actually having something, a projectile like that, that you can throw at a far mercy and like it hits, it would be like, whoa, no way. Like that's a, you know, that's, that's a cool moment that happened like on camera in a, you know, in Overwatch League or whatever, you know? So um, rather than it being right now where it's just like, <laughs> just kind of like, you know. So just, let, let, let me ask you this, okay? We're, we're teleporting, all right? We're teleporting into into a fictional world where all of a sudden, Ramatra is like meta. Releasing to ranked, everyone just has to play Ramatra. Do you think his kit is like obnoxious for like an overpowered hero? Or do you think like it's actually quite a, quite a good hero to have uh, to be meta? Like it's actually quite enjoyable. It, it, worst case scenario, it was like 100% pick great Ramatra. It'd actually be quite entertaining because like the skills that is that good. Or like the ability kit is good. I think he'd be entertaining. So I don't think I he's think annoying. He, to, I don't yeah. think he's that annoying to play against. Um, I, as I said, obviously we're at the first week and we've only really played him around. Like I haven't played him in like an actual competitive environment, but I don't think he's like he doesn't feel like he's oppressive or he's yeah. ridiculous or he's if he's in your face like as, as a support player if he's punching you in the face you fucked up somewhere along the line <laughs> right like you shouldn't have been there um and his like his main kit isn't like crazy or anything like that i think the idea of the shield is really cool of like it's a really big shield but it's on a long cooldown so it has high effectiveness for a very short duration on a long and cooldown it's static. Yeah, and it's very static so it's like and it's um it, it works like bap so shield so you have to like place it somewhere so i actually i actually um, like ramatra's kid as i said earlier he's 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 kind of like old orissa that's why when you brought up orissa it was like yeah well he does have a lot of similarities to orissa he's a lot like new orissa as well where like his nemesis form kind of just does want to rush you down in some ways but he was also got this kind of real poke nature so he is a bit of a parallel to orissa in many ways but his his wizard mode kit is like literally overwatch one orissa in a way you pop down a shield long range um damage and you have a thing that's kind of like a pseudo halt i mean you can see the parallels right there. It's very clear. Uh, and actually, one thing that I've heard is one of the ways you actually play Ramatra is you you don't play him with a Lucio. You don't play him in this rushdown style. You play him like a almost like a Sigma older Rush style where we're just kind of spamming from long range because he's a very spammy hero. So I believe his uh, left click range. I don't even know what the fall off is, but it's like pretty good long range from what I can gather. It is very um, good fall off. Uh, I don't think I, it has fall off. I, I think don't it, think it has fall off, which yeah. means it's, it's insane long range. So yeah, so. Yeah. What ends up being is like you play him as a super long range cop, maybe even defensively, and then you let the other team come towards you. When that happens and the Ramatra's in trouble, then you go Nemesis, then you can start protecting yourself, but you're not even going Nemesis to move forward to be like a like a shitty Ryan. Because you don't want to be a shitty Ryan. You'd you'd rather be like a pseudo Sigma, pseudo Arissa, but you don't want to be a shitty Ryan. So they're playing him like very defensively, is what it actually is. So no one's playing him like that tempo style that was advertised. I mean, what what the hell tank name? Thing was out oh, and all that yeah. was from blizzard but like that's not how he's actually being played is he's being played the opposite all right 
I got two also, more. People freaked out about that way too much, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it literally, yeah, I, like, I, uh, I'm with Jack. It literally doesn't matter. Like, dude, what they call yeah, it. I, dude, I was losing my fucking mind. Like, people that were annoyed about a tank being called, like, a tempo tank, I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, the devs want to call it that because that's the way they maybe feel like it's it's going to be played. Like, a temp oh, we want to make, like, a, a tank that's, like, based on tempo. Will he be played like that? Maybe, maybe not. Dude, it's a name that someone gave it to him. Like, does that change the way he's played or, like, perceived in the game? Fuck no. Like, it's just a, a name that the devs were like, okay, maybe this is kind of how we want him to play. It's like a, a tempo star. And it's like, okay, cool. Is that another class for the game? No. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I was like, are, you, are, we, are we really hung up? On, but, but, on like uh, tempo as a word being used. It is it is interesting like, that they they bro. designed him with the philosophy in mind of this whole tempo thing, but I I don't think that's the way he actually gets played. Nor does his kit fine. allow him to do that. That's yeah. that's like completely fine. Yeah, are, are, are you saying you're baffled by the fact that they got it wrong? What, what I'm saying is like I I don't know that I'm baffled, but I'm like they clearly have on some level gotten it wrong because they the hero that the way they thought he would be played. He's not going to get played like that because his kit doesn't allow him. His Nibis's mode is just too shit for him to actually play like that. People so... thinking like Mercy was going to be like Scott was describing earlier, like dashing around, like really short cooldown GA, like him in the front line, him in the back line. In the front... Yeah, what but the motherfucker stands right? behind a wall and uses the blue yeah. beam. Like yeah, I... they are a hero in general, and like this goes for like any game as well, like League, Apex, like. Those characters in the game, when they are designed, yeah, the devs have like an idea of like, oh, we kind of want a tank that does this. And like in, in clearly in the in Romatra's case, it was like, okay, so we want a tempo tank. So maybe you pair him with the Lucio. You really want to like fucking speed in with Nemesis form and start beating down shields and like hitting ultimate and just staying on top of people. Like that is tempo. And when it gets into good players' hands, pro players and like, you know, top level ladder players' hands, like in, like those things will either shift yeah completely that way or it will shift to a completely other direction my point I is think that's fine i think people my point just is there, there's the some level that, is, hang on a second i don't care about the name the name is one thing it's 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 just an indication of their design philosophy it's which fine. i think it, it failed a little bit i think i, I think they think, missed the mark on the design philosophy is what i'm saying i don't think but i don't I, think they missed it by that much like i no, i like no. i i understand i agree that like it isn't a tempo tank what does tempo tank even mean like how like how is that being being like applied in that way right of like how are they using tempo tank versus the way that other people use tempo tank it sounds like the developers are using tempo tank under the idea of like you can play from range and then you can change the tempo and then all of a yeah. sudden you're a melee barrage running into them that seems to be like the basic philosophy i understand where people in the community and avril are coming from of like it shows a pretty poor understanding of what they believe tempo is to what you know the best players think uh tempo means and stuff like that so that's why i think people aren't frustrated that they got it wrong i think people are frustrated that they thought that's what tempo is so it shows like a lack of understanding in a way but it doesn't matter like it, it like yeah. it does it, it, it like it, really in my doesn't. opinion i don't think it really matters like is it really worth freaking out on twitter is it like you can you can bash him for it here and there but like some people are like having a meltdown over like it being called a tempo tank. Like who, like, is that really the biggest thing with that kind of, with that choice? Like you should be able to see from their perspective. And I think it just goes back into line with, I think people, especially content creators and big people and Overwatch League players, you are not doing yourself the game or anything to do with the developers, any favors by just freaking out about it, about things on Twitter, like, and like yeah. publicly, I'm just as frustrated as you. You've listened to me this podcast. 
talking about Roadhog, talking about Doomfist, talking about all this shit. I'm with you. But freaking out on Twitter, as much as it might give you some clout, isn't helping anything. And there is great... Well, Everyone I, oh, who is okay. doing that... Okay, that was not okay. <laughs> Johnny's I mean, like, anyway, look, clout machine. Look, I mean, look, we're personalities. We're content creators. At the end of the day, getting the engagement is sort of like... It's, it should never be the goal, but it's part of playing the game. And so, like, speaking the mind of the community at times well, and, like, trying to amplify those voices. Your personality is literally sometimes some people taking information that you think it, you know is false or creating public outrage for clicks and interactions and clout. I don't agree with that mentality because that is literally everything wrong with the internet right now. Is that it's a fucked up world, Custer. Yeah, I know. It's how it works. It, yeah, and, but we don't have to play into that. If you want to be that person, you do you. But that is everything that is wrong with the internet of like all people are doing right now is complaining and shitting on things endlessly. And yeah, ooh, my numbers are big. Yeah, congratulations. It doesn't help anyone. And you're actively hurting the game that you love. Do you think Overwatch is benefiting from all of these content creators complaining about the monetization system, complaining about all this kind of stuff, that kind of stuff? It's just going to hurt us in the long run. And yeah, I mean, sure. But I, I also think that there's a pretty passionate crowd out there who goes like Overwatch 2 was released and the game so far has not lived up to expectations. And it's kind of like the, the winds are going out of the sails. Like after this, there's no like instigator. There's, there's nothing to like revitalize the game this was it and now like people hate what's going on with the shop people really oh. dislike this meta and like come on like we need like what's going on <laughs> so they're shouting out there trying to get some kind of attention or like trying to change it somehow and, and that's and that like as i said i'm on here shitting on the game along with everyone but it's useful to have meaningful discussion and talk about why things are wrong instead of just fucking yelling into the void and it's, tweeting yeah. a negative thing about the game in all caps once every fucking two days and that kind of stuff if you genuinely believe that and feel that down to your core like so something has to change because you're like the, the game is never going to change in the direction that you want and like as i said people are going to disagree with me some people are just like no i'd rather just yell into the void and i think being negative is useful because then the developers will have to do something about it and stuff like that but it hasn't worked for us for the last eight years we have a lot of these people have actual ways of getting in contact with the developers and giving meaningful feedback like that is what i think is important um, yeah, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate because yeah, one, no. you know that I'm not the kind of guy to a duster, yeah. and two, there's fucking nothing more annoying than some of these fucking kids being privileged and just shouting into the void with caps lock. I, dude, there, I, 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 I'm fucking Arya here, Stark, running a fucking list of names that I'm just like <laughs> muttering to myself. It is Jesus a Christ. fundamental but, problem with like Twitter, though, in the way that you only get X amount of characters and people are, dude, not many people are creating threads. Well, I guess a few are actually. I, I don't want to say every everybody but like in general a podcast format like this or like a video format that you can put out is a way better way of like explaining how you're thinking the way you're feeling and just kind of laying everything out on the table also to comment on what you said earlier scott as well you only briefly mentioned it but people knowing information yet tweeting the other thing also is like dude i mean that is just fucking you know x is true but you're saying, I think maybe Y is true on Twitter. It's like, holy mother of God. Like uh, that, Who's that, doing that behavior in oh, there general. Is, there, there, are, there are people who are doing that yes. kind of stuff. There are also people who are complaining about things and posing questions when they actually know what the why is. They know the answer, yes. And they know no, what the answer to the question is and stuff that, like that. It's I'm going to get DM some examples of this. There, there are privileged it. people who like fear monger over the yes. state of the game and upcoming stuff. Like when they've actually had like hats on. I would say that kind of behavior is worse. 
Because, yeah. It, well, yeah, I would say because you are literally like that is just like, okay, I want likes. Maybe I will play into the outrage or whatever. But yet, you know, that is not true. And like, sure, maybe you do need to get the clicks and shit like that. Because yes, uh, along with us in, in, in a way, I'd say um, we're not like full-time content creators or anything. Obviously, I think Scott's probably the closest to that than, than most of us here. Um, but like you do need to like continue to be present in the community and like, you know, um, reason and just say different things and get, you know, interactions and just like that. That's a part of the game. I completely understand that. And I completely understand your take Johnny as well. But like when you're deliberately doing the opposite of what you actually know, that is not public. It's like, okay, do you really need to chime in on this issue? Probably not. Like, yeah, you want the fucking likes and shit like that, but like, come on, like that kind of behavior. Okay, also, yeah, so just removing that from the equation, okay? So we've noted that down, you know, misinformation and like, you know, being in a privileged position and still, you know, like kind of like hating in the game or like not communicating to, to developers when you can do so. Removing that from the equation. I still think that like there's, I guess validity might be the wrong word, but like given the state of things and like how upset people are, like I don't blame people for actually, you know, quote-unquote, shouting into the void how upset they are with the state of the game. Because, like, I mean, the fact that we're still going on about this fucking shop, dude, and we haven't talked about the battle pass so far, there are still people who are just like, this that. battle pass is terrible, you know, compared to some of the games, you can't gain any currency whatsoever. If you invest in the battle pass, like, there's no way for you to get the next battle pass without, you, you know, you can't regain to, to sort of buy the new battle pass. And on this podcast, like, half a year ago, one of the things we requested was... We want to be able to earn, like, the next battle pass through, uh, through the current one. And that's also how you get people who come back to the game. It's like, oh, I need to complete this battle pass so I can buy the next battle pass. And that's how you get, like, a consistent player base that keeps playing battle pass after battle pass after battle pass because they keep wanting to get all this kind of content, right? They're on, a, they're on a streak. They're on a battle pass streak. But instead, we don't have that. The prices are absurd. They move down the hero a little bit when it comes to, like, level to acquire uh, Ramatra in this case. But, like... And now the meta is terrible as well to a lot of people. So, like, there's still some kind of, like... I feel like it's sort of warranted to kind of, like, be upset publicly in that regard. I don't think, like, podcasts are going to, yeah. like, be the big change in that regard. At some point, like, you're trying to send a message that, like, hey, this is not okay. Like, we're trying to change things. I think it's the formatting of the what I'm saying, Johnny. Because, like, as I said, I literally tweeted out negativity onto the internet recently with, like, a R Roadhog tweet or something like that and talking about how shit it is. Like, I'm not yeah. saying... <laughs> yeah, I hate Roadhog. And then, yeah, like, all that kind of stuff. It's about, like... It's about you doing a lot of things in, a, like, a meaningful way and not just being hurtful to the game. Like, I agree. Like, even, even removing the idea of putting currency into the Battle Pass, if they just made it that if you finished every single weekly challenge for the nine weeks... You should be able to get enough currency to buy the next battle pass. Right now, oh, it takes two yeah. cycles to get that. You take the 18 weeks to buy one for free. If you are finishing every weekly, like getting all those weekly challenges done every week for nine weeks, you deserve the battle pass because the the whole thing is like it's about incentivizing people to play the game, right? Like yeah. and getting people to play the game and give them a reward for playing the game, right? That's how battle pass should work. They are definitely being over greedy. Uh, with like some of the like some of the ways that they're not uh, promoting the battle pass, and I think that they should fix that. Um, I'm curious to see if the prices of the shop is going to change, and that, that they might have data that proves that like, hey, if we what did a lower price point, that? people can buy. But like, it 
we can be mad about it all we want uh and it, maybe it's bad for us but like i feel like as devil's advocate to your point Activision Blizzard has people that are a lot more informed and experienced, and it is literally their jobs to set these price points of like, it is probably the most profitable for them to do this. And okay, it's not so I agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I will always like seed my opinion to someone who literally does this for a living. At the yeah. same time, though, like at some point you're like making revenue with these kind of like tactics, these battle pass tactics via bad PR. Like bad PR for the battle pass in the game is a consequence of the shop prices and the money you're making. So you got to meet 50-50. You can't just be like, oh, this is the most effective way to make money because it results in bad PR. It's bad for the game. So you got to meet halfway, I feel like. Yeah, but like it, it just goes back into things that we said like this six months ago. It's like we talk about all of this stuff of like, why are they doing this? And the frustration that I have with a lot of this is people are flaming like Overwatch Obviously, we had Overwatch 1, things were different, and now they're Overwatch 2. Valorant also doesn't give you currency within the Battle Pass. Valorant is also just as expensive. Valorant skins are also more expensive, more expensive. More expensive almost across the board. And I'm not defending the system. I'm just saying this is just like how it is. And I get frustrated at, I guess, the fact that people are like, it is almost a public meme right now of like how Overwatch 2 is just so poorly monetized when it is like so many other games are doing the exact same thing. Yes, yep. there are little tweaks here and there across the board from game to game to game to game. But like, I just get frustrated. And I'm so sick of talking about the Overwatch 2 monetization system because it's like, yes, it sucks for us, the players. And I get that. But this is just kind of how it has been, not just for Overwatch, but so many other games for such a long time. You also can't even, at a PR level, uh, level please people because on some level uh there's a, i don't know how large the group is but there's enough vocal people that like there's no way of fixing the battle pass or improving the prices to make it better for them unless you delete the entire battle pass or maybe just deleting the entire game and go back to overwatch one because they just want to play overwatch one yeah. they want loot boxes back they want overwatch one back they want this which is back. insane by they way. don't want which anything is insane to do how do you two. want so you actually can't boxes back because like they because they are that loot box pilled um, yeah. um because loot boxes were easier to farm as well well you just like got everything currency. for free that was, that's yeah. the, the at the end of the day because well, let's think people want everything for free yeah but here's i actually had this crazy conversation i went to war with the splatoon 3 community oh at the game awards at the game awards i'll back you scott i'll go into battle with you splatoon 3 won uh the multiplayer game of the year um so i'm as i mean i have nothing wrong with splatoon 3 let me just preface this like i've heard it's fun it's probably is fun and that kind of stuff but it's funny that overwatch lost splatoon 3 so i tweeted it out <laughs> like six thousand likes but like 600 comments of everyone and every timmy on his with his mom's credit card talking about how splatoon 3 is a better game um but, and then I, you know what the funniest thing i realized i was like how much is splatoon i love splatoon, splatoon 3 man. is a 60 dollar box game that no. they this is what you get Dude, Splatoon time. is sick. Do not knock and, Splatoon. No, I'm not knocking Splatoon. I've heard it's a fun game. But my point yeah. is like, if Overwatch tried to release at $60, people would have been mad. If, if Overwatch did a million different things, people would be mad. If, if Overwatch did anything, people are going to be yeah. mad. And that's sort of my point is that you can't please people because people have unreasonable expectations and people also want very different things. As you said, some people just want to go back to loot boxes. I couldn't think of anything worse than loot boxes. Yeah. Um... So you're never going to come to an agreement. So it's like, why would you design your 
uh, like revenue philosophy around a community that you will never be able to please. Yes. And like that's, I think, is a little bit... The problem with that as well is that because we were in Overwatch 1 and because people got shit for free, uh, like if Overwatch launched yesterday or like when Overwatch 2 launched, if it was a brand new fucking game and it was like, this is the monetization and shit like that, people would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, also, but it's no one complained. From also, what, what I think, Although, I will is, say... Three. Go on, Scott, go first. This is Splatoon 3. It looks exactly it like I saw the Splatoon 1 fucking 10 years ago when the first one came out, yet I don't hear a single person complaining about how it's just the same game and it's just a big DLC and stuff no like that, one, right? No one, no one complains about FIFA releasing the same fucking game every Nintendo year. Nintendo for hey, uh, people, Call of Duty just had, you know, a fantastic game release as well, you know, and that's still, I don't know, is it 60 bucks? Yeah. And, you know, people yeah, buy the shit out of that game and, got pass, and right? it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's interesting because, again, if you're listening to this podcast, please don't treat any of us like we're fucking experts in our field and like we know all the ins and outs and the science behind battle passes and price setting games and like all that stuff. Yeah, we have no data, but, by the way. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like we, we, we are like, like please, we're just amateurs board. who are very enthusiastic <laughs> have, about their game. The thing is, but, we have eyeballs and using the eyeballs, I can see there's no one fucking complaining about the Valorant battle pass, even though it's objectively worse. Yeah, so I mean, to defend, I would like to defend fast if people don't mind. With the older skins, especially with the your you know your rotating shop or whatever it is, I don't pay too much attention to that stuff because I have a lot of the old skins anyway. But with the rotating skins, they are too much money. Oh yeah, and old skins should be way cheaper. Old skins being uh, uh, the Reaper biker skin or whatever it was, he's like a biker man. He's got yeah. orange on him. It looks it looks a pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. Should it be nineteen, eighteen, nineteen dollars or whatever it is? Fuck no. Should it be fucking $19? It should be like 10. It, because obviously new people are going to come in and they're going to be like, oh, I've never seen the skin before because they didn't play Overwatch 1. Great, okay. $19. The the best value skins um, currently in the game are the ones that are, weirdly enough, like the newer ones that are like not in the bundles. Some are in smaller bundles, like the Ramantra skin where he has uh, like caution tape on him and stuff like that. That is like, looks really good and that is not that expensive but when i scroll down to the bottom shop that's like a for you shop and i see a 19 dollar fortnite card no i see a 19 dollar fucking reaper skin that has been in the game for a long time that itself needs to change along with i have the solution the older like <laughs> the Avril, the old, i have old, a solution too don't make God. it fucking 19 dollars make it 10 bucks um, i have a, a lot of I've, the I've, older recovers too should also like the base skin, like the base Overwatch 1 skin, base Overwatch 2 skin, the recolors for those, the very basic ones. I cannot see because I have legacy credits in all my accounts if they cost any money. I have no fucking clue. But if they should definitely be given with like achievements or playtime or like something like that. Even some of the old Epic skins, I think either should be significantly cheaper than like newer Epic skins or they should be given as like, a, oh, you got like, so much healing with Ana on this map. Get the uh, the visor one, you know, the cool one, or like the Halloween the, one. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Like that, like, I can't defend. It, there's there's absolutely no way. The battle pass not giving currency. I am. It's difficult because a lot of other battle passes don't give currency. But then I, the, yeah. one of the only other games I play, multiplayer, Apex, gives currency, and I'm like, oh, I can buy the next battle pass. Like that for me does actually keep me coming back to the game as like not one of my main games and i do think at least 
either with a weekly or like within the battle pass, you should be earning close to, if not the full amount for the next one. I am if you're playing enough. If you're playing enough. If you complete the fucking battle pass, maybe get to tier 110 or fucking something, or like 100, I don't know. Um, then get, yes, absolutely. Currency, boom. This is, um, this is what I think needs to happen. This is a very, in my mind, a pretty simple fix as well. It's not just about reducing fix it that prices. Because there's, there's that level, but there's nothing, there's nothing that legacy credits does right now there's nothing really important that it does what they need to do is make i've tweeted about this as well make legacy credits more like the blue essence from league of legends where you can buy meaningful oh, stuff i'm lost that. bro i um okay well jack knows what i'm talking about so anyway make make the free you know the free currency the old coins in overwatch make make that useful for something like you can purchase i think you should be able to purchase all old overwatch one content like any of the skins and all the other stuff with legacy credits Maybe make it cost 2,000 legacy credits instead of 1,000. I don't know. The point is, like, legacy credits should be, like, a free currency that can be pretty earnable in-game. The game could just shell that out to you without too much effort. Uh, weekly challenges, daily challenge, whatever, you can get legacy credits, right? And if you bank up enough, you can bank these up pretty easily compared to the premium credits. You should be able to use that to buy old skins and stuff. That way, like, pure free players feel like they're probably still getting something and you're not paying 20 bucks for an old Reaper skin. You can just buy that with your legacy coins when you get enough of them and that shouldn't be too hard to earn that's what i think uh, but we all know why they don't do it right like because theoretically yes. it should exist right like it should be like that because they release that content under the idea that like you know that was like it was part of overwatch one bundle but now it's overwatch two if you give these skins away for free it's going to massively re reduce the number of people who buy skins for overwatch two so it's that's like new, that's what the new skins are for yeah but if everyone has a ton of skin, like think about yeah, it from our perspective, right? Of your, and here's, here's where it is. is like, I think it is the right thing to do, but I can understand why they don't because think about it from their perspective and the way that we play the game. I have so many skins that it's like, well, why would I buy a skin for this character? Unless I really, really, really like but it, it, right? But it doesn't change anything for you. For you, then it wouldn't change anything. For the Overwatch 1 players that do have a lot of skins, it doesn't change the anything. But there's so many people for anyway. Overwatch 2 that will buy those skins. Yeah. Um, or they won't buy other skins or new skins because they have a, access to free skins but from now, that legacy thing. The, the and that's just devil's advocate. That, I agree. With that you. People's, people feel like the game isn't rewarding enough in whatever way you want to like uh, interpret that that message. They don't feel like it's rewarding enough. And one way to reward people without necessarily just breaking the bank open is by making a free currency that actually means something. That's what I'm saying. Like you could even make it expensive, like all. Old coins and Overwatch One cost a thousand to get a legendary. You can make it cost two thousand to get a legendary. That's fine, um, and you don't have to be giving like a shitload of legacy coins. But you're giving enough that every now and then you're able to actually pick up an old legendary for free, um, and you feel like you're making some. Uh, if you are a pure free to play player, you're making some progress, and the new cool shit still costs money. I, I think it's a fair balance. I think it's the right thing to do. I think I agree with you and Jack, but I think the legacy Overwatch One skins are being like marketed for way too much money. Like I think you could almost they do both. Price, you could do both of your things. Where as you said, you it's hard to get, but you can get them through just like playing the game and make them half price on the shop just, uh, because they're old legacy skins. As Jack said, if you, you really want one, do a Dead by Daylight. I, I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. Yeah, like I know yeah, Spies actually, but like the story in Dead by Daylight is quite interesting too because. There are some skins that you can buy with. Fuck, man. There's so many currencies, bro. They Jesus have a lot Christ. of currency. That, that, <laughs> they have a that lot game's of a mess. I wouldn't game. use that game as a reference. No. Well, there's like, uh, like, you know, tiers of skins. 
rare, epic, legendary. So in DBD, we'll just use, uh, this isn't exactly a one for one, but like the legendary skins can only be bought with premium currency. The epic skins can be bought with premium currency or crafting material. Um, same with the rare skins, premium currency or crafting material. Um, I would say that is more of a, that's like down the middle of what we're saying. Like I'm just saying reduce prices, Avril saying craft system. Um, it's probably a better way of doing it because that way it's like, okay, the old legendary skins, you can still get them. They're discounted compared to like brand new, fresh out the box skin. And the epic skins, you can just buy with that crafting material that you just kind of earn in the game by playing. And that way you can still build towards like an epic skin, like an old, like Sharik uh, Ana, for example, or like, I don't know, my favorite one on Zen is like the yellow color morph epic one. I like that one. Um, you can earn that by just in the game, you know, like that. that's a good in-between where like you're still gaining money if you're Activision Blizzard by people buying legendary skins of the old ones, but you're also just given a little bit away for free. Plus if people buy the epic skins for real money, obviously that's a that's kind of a bonus too. Um, but th the whole like $19 for an old skin is just, bro, that, yeah, that bro. hit different, like, Jesus, put them 10 bucks, 10 fucking dollars. Like, and I think that would solve a lot of people's fucking problem with the shop right now. Like, geez, man. I mean, 19 for a brand new, like the Junker Queen Executioner one. I still think that's a little bit too much, like $19 for that. But still, like, you're kind of expecting the newest skins to be more expensive anyway. That's just how shit works, you know? Like, newest is always more expensive. I also think we'll find out over time if. They are overpriced because they'll reduce the price. And we talked about this last time. It's like, you have to start high if you're the Overwatch shop because you can't start low and then try and buff, yes. pump it up later. So Yes, that is true. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so sick of talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. On, the monetization system is here. shit. And we're, yeah, like, it's, it sucks. And it's Blizzard being greedy. But at the end of the day... Just how the world works. Every and company is greedy, I'm, though. That's Johnny, the thing. Wake well, up. Okay. No, I, I've tried to do some fucking research and I've just been fucking donor walled by the internet or something. I, I'm just like loading Fortnite, checking Fortnite Battle Pass, checking no, Battle Pass. You know, I, I find it interesting that we have this fucking eternal, like, nightmarish PR thing going on with Overwatch and it just feels like it, we're just stuck in a cycle. Because of this everybody misery. fucking but, hates Overwatch, bro. Okay. Like, we've been the punching back. Hey, you asked me to wake up and then you're talking over me. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, Siri. Please. Oh, never mind. She's fast asleep. Oh, Siri. She's fast asleep. Please. She's out. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, I, I, I was looking up because I just, I just, I feel like, okay, so, Costa, you're gonna, like, fucking, your head's gonna explode. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, obviously, like, they transitioned to free to play as well because, like, we wanted a player base. Like, we wanted people to actually play the game. You know, we, like, yeah, you know, obviously, $60 or whatever, like, you know, m most most countries that I think are, are are pretty well off and like you know are, are pretty rich in that regard, like are able to get away charging sixty dollars. But like you know, for 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 poorer countries around the world, um, and you know, for demographics that can't necessarily pay, you know, sixty dollars for a game, like that is a lot of money to a lot of people around the world that can't afford to spend sixty dollars on on like a game to just get into it, right? And free to play opens the doors for all these people around the world to really. To, to enjoy this IP, to enjoy these stories, these characters, these heroes. And like, I think that's a fantastic opportunity to, to get more players into the game. Um, so I, I think we'll kind of like see down the line, like how, how the player base actually sort of like grows with Overwatch 2. And like, if we're establishing some kind of, you know, new scenes and there's new, there's, there's new opportunity that free to play enables that $60 didn't, um, 
you know do before for us in Overwatch One. But I mean, I I, I it just it just I I know that perpetually people just want to hate on Overwatch, but I really do feel like it's it's a genuine problem. Like if Overwatch as a as a game is meant to succeed in that people are to be proud of playing this game and enjoy the community and enjoy the story, like this is this is like a disease that we have to cure. Like we have to find like find a way for people to and like enjoy Overwatch and like its existence in the world because there are other games that like yeah their their battle passes might be similar to ours yeah they might even charge fucking more money than us and like but we have to do something for this game for it continuing to be successful and for the continuing of us being able to like you know have careers involved with Overwatch because otherwise it's just the, the, the disease of hatred and negativity around the game is slowly just going to mean that players are will, be, will be less likely to play the game moving forward, they won't be associated with the game moving forward, and they'll move to other games because they have more, more serotonin playing other games and they're having a better time, you know, being associated with other games. And I, I, this problem, it just fucking grinds me to death every single fucking day because I'm just like, how do we fix this? Like, how can we genuinely make the community and the fanbase enjoy the game we're playing? Because this is not healthy. It's not good. And it's, it's going to be one of the things that lead to, you know, I don't want to say downfall because that sounds so fucking brutal, but like the, the decline of, you know, uh, player base around the, around the game and, you know, declining fans around the game if we just have this fucking PR nightmare of people being negative and being, getting engagement from negativity all the time that other games don't have to deal with. So regardless of what you want to say, it's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. It's like, it's actually a problem and it worries me and it, it really bothers me and I don't know what to do to fix it. And so here we are. Anyway. I think that there is no game that exists on the internet that people enjoy playing. Multiplayer game. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, no. Come that on. Is this, no, I, mean, no, this is, I, I think this based. is a problem with the game, multiplayer gaming I, okay, never mind. Splatoon <laughs> 3 is the only game in which it sounds like everyone is actually content playing it. Um, but, like, also, like, as I said, they have to buy a $60 game or thing. They don't have a free-to-play game and that kind of stuff. Like, I'm more talking about, like, these free-to-play games. I hear League of Legends people complain about their game. I hear Valorant games complain about their game. Everyone is always going to complain, and there's never going to be any solution to the problem. Johnny, I actually disagree with your point. I think you bring up very valid points, but I think for Overwatch, the best thing that they can do is just drown it out. Because I think the bigger issue is not the monetization and that kind of stuff. Because people are playing the game. There's a ton of people that have, like, uh, Sab actually uh, read a study. Uh, it was a poll on Reddit. It was Valorant Competitive or something like that. And they said, they did a poll of how often do you comment or, like, tweet about the game. And it was, like, on Reddit, it was, like, less than 1%. And, like, that is it. It is such a vocal minority of people that are upset at the game. Um, yeah. and I think if you try and cater to those people, as I said, you're never going to please them. If you fix one thing, they're going to complain about something else, that kind of stuff. The thing that I think they are really fucking up with this launch right now is not the monetization model, it's not all that kind of stuff. It is the balance of the game. And I think that is what is really hurting it is that the game isn't fun to play right now. And I think if like the reason a lot of people didn't care when Overwatch 2 launched about the monetization model is because the game was fun when like it, it was first happening. As you said, those first few weeks, Avril said like, the game was actually pretty good. There was like a lot of variety. You could do different things. But as time goes on, it's going to get worse and worse. And I think people are going to stop playing and it's going to be hard to get those players back because that's what happened in Overwatch 1, right? Like Brig came out, Goats happened, all these kind of things. People left and then never came back. Yeah, I, I and I think that is why some people are actually like putting out, out there like they actually want the design philosophy to pivot a bit and be like, hey, we actually might need like 
some kind of like emergency patch to fix this because you know sometimes people aren't going to want to hang out for a month and playing a ranked experience they don't like and like we see streamers already pivoting to other games because like it's like well i'll just wait until next season of like that but like obviously we talk about like how 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 much Kiriko Roadhog is being played in the majority player base in gold? Oh, you like, mean like with quick play and arcade and like all yeah. that stuff? Like, dude, no dude, one knows. Be dude. careful what no you say, Scott, bro. Oh, because no. I those things are bit, like as big of an issue. Like, obviously, at the high end, like this is what we do. We are the high end. It is incredibly frustrating, and all the streamers are talking about it. But half the time, I hear an average casual Andy. Well, it's not even average casual Andy. It's they're usually just echoing what their favorite streamer said and stuff yep. like that. Right? Hey, man, careful. We have no idea what's going on in gold. Remember when we talked about so yeah, you know, I'm saying. We, we have no idea what's going on. There's going to be comments. I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I, but I've talked to a lot of casual people who said they like enjoy playing Overwatch. And that's why, like, you know, like how many celebrities come out and say, oh, I love playing Overwatch all the fucking time these days and like that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of people that just don't interact on Reddit or Twitter or on all the things of, of people we're talking about are complaining who exist that are just enjoying the game for what it is. And the number of people that are playing this game because it didn't have that $60 price tag on it. It didn't have a price tag. It's a free-to-play game. They're playing it. And, you know, after all is said and done, we're talking about the shop. We're saying this game's unplayable. It's a shop. That shit's cosmetics. I'm so sick of yelling about cosmetics oh. uh, about a game that's free-to-play. Oh, you the choir for me. Yeah. Like, I got I, yelled at, by the way. I got yelled at. I was like, bro, it's just cosmetics. Why do people, why are people like... Having such a you know crying so hey, man, hard people about it. fucking love people, their skins, all right? People came at do, me yeah. so hard to yeah. be like, you're, you're, you're I can't wild. believe you're saying the skins are content. Skins are different. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, okay, gonna, I'm gonna say it. Where were you two years ago? I'm gonna skins fucking say it. That's all we got. I, 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 I had to go on this fucking vacation and I couldn't finish up my battle pass and I shelled out fucking money to, to buy oh, the Genji no. skin. Oh, I did, bro. No, I did, bro. He said it. Oh, tragic. I, I, fucking love my skins. You think I'm gonna fucking miss out on my mythic Genji skin because I couldn't finish the battle pass hey fuck yeah Man, dude i'm you've I'm, changed, changed, respect. I'm changed bro for doing changed. What, dude, what, uh, we need to get fucking sideshow back on the pod to he's, be fair he's like dude, looking I'd, at defaults on everything i had mad covid uh, yeah <laughs> speaking of yeah default fucking weapon skins dude that's shit's so funny playing valor with default skin have a gun buddy People get so fucking that's what mad. i do so, yeah so, so funny, <laughs> vandal right gun buddy they're like how the fuck i'm like bro i'm just a beast of this game um to be fair, I grinded the fuck out of uh, Overwatch where a uh, quick play when I was uh, when I had COVID. I didn't feel like streaming or anything like that, so I just grinded quick play because I was like, I've got to. You get, did a like, stream with COVID, weird chance. The coolest. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, Johnny. I was like, it's the coolest title, like a hundred fucking percent. I grinded the shit out of that before I went to uh, went to the UK because I just had to have the title. But like, I'm not normally like a cosmetics Andy, but. <laughs> Some of them, I'm like, dude. Some of the titles, because I love like yeah. cyberpunky kind of stuff. We obviously talked about like right, Cyberpunk yeah, 27 yeah. earlier. So I was just like, I've got to have Bite Fixer because that shit is sick. Uh, if I can't get any other one, I want that one. So yeah, I grinded it. Although I'm not sure if I'd have shelled out money if I was a couple of tiers away. Maybe I would. From Mythic Genji, yeah. I For Mythic Genji, yeah. I if I was just not gonna get it, yeah, I'd probably. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I mean, it's, it's like the first them, Mythic skin. It's like. I, yeah, I, I had know, to exactly. shell out the money for it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, you feel know. It, I feel it. Not the title, though. I mean, as I say that, and I may, got fucking Grand Marshal title. Because somehow title? that meant something to me. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, Grand Marshal, yeah. yeah. Grand Marshal yeah, yeah, reinforced. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah well, when are we getting that title in the game? Come on now. Get in, yeah, that into a wash. They'll, um, add it. they'll fucking. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't know why I felt this passionately about this, but I. I 
Fuck. So here's what I think we're gonna do, just so you guys know as well on the pod. Like, we generally had some esports or Wars League topics written down. I actually think we'll save most of those and we'll do it like next week. It's the off-season, alright? We got a fucking we got long while. Do, yeah. we, got, we, got we got nothing to do and we'll save some of the news items and talk about it next week. Um, and then we might have to record one for New Year's or something like that. We'll see what happens. But, um... Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up on some on, on some more Watch Two stuff, and then we'll do a couple of esports topics because there's some tournaments going on. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna ask one more thing. I I, I don't know. Like I'm actually worried, genuinely worried about Custos like uh, patience at this point because we're not gonna talk about the monetization <laughs> system anymore, Custa. I promise. I promise. We're moving on. But I did want to ask you because you said that the big problem with the game currently was the meta. But there's also another system that like a lot of people have been talking about. And so I guess this is sort of like Overwatch 2 release review podcast. Like two months in or whatever it is. Almost two months. And we're like reviewing, like assessing where we're at. Actually, it's more than, I don't know when the fuck the game was released. The rank system. A lot of people mm-hmm. have tweeted and, you know, talked about the current rank system. Seven wins to rank up or 20 losses to get a new ranked. You can't see the rank of the people you're playing with. You can't even see your own rank when you're in the game. And a lot of people are just like, this is just flat out fucking bad. Is this another one of those things where it's like, if you're the 1%, yeah, you probably care. Or do you think this is just like, this was a step in the wrong direction for the game? Yes. I think the rank system is good. I think it's a better change. Um, I think that it needs a lot of tweaking. I think it is the 1%, once again, complaining and yelling into the void. The people who play 30 games a day are like, man, this is not rewarding. It's like, they're not, the system isn't designed for you. The reason there's a seven win system, the number of people who I've talked to who are casuals who said, I actually play ranked now because I lost that anxiety of, the every win, every loss, I feel like it's not as impactful, right? Which is like the opposite mentality of what these other people want. These other people want to see their number go up and down every single game. They want to have that, like that's that uh, stress of the game because that's what they find enjoyable as a competitive person. But that isn't a majority of the player base. There is a reason that quick play is so popular is because it's just people don't want that stress when they play video games. So it's the 1% complaining about it. With that said, I think there are some valid concerns of it. I think you should always be able to have an option to show your rank in the bottom left. That's just a streamer thing, but here I am. Yes, I think it's no, also they, a serotonin thing. The, the wins yeah, should be five uh, because yeah. I think seven is too many wins. I think it needs to adjust at uh, five. I think yeah. uh, when you are doing your promotion thing, there needs to be a different screen that shows now you're being promoted. And I think it should tell you how many times you've lost in that as well so that you can use that of here's my wins, here's my losses. So when your rank changes, you have some form of context of that because the problem that happens right now, people are like, I got my seven wins and then I rank down. And that's because they probably didn't see or they forgot that they lost like 15 games to get those seven wins. And they don't understand that's why their rank is changing. Um, that, that's, that's the primary things of it. I, I think it's the biggest issue right now is, as you said, it's the people who are complaining this, that the system isn't built for. Um, who just want to have the highest rank. I think there needs to be something changed in top 500. I think at top 500, you're in a completely different ball game. I think it could almost be like Apex Legends, where once you get to the highest rank, you now they actually show the number of points that you have, and you can see your number go up every single time, because almost everyone in top 500 would prefer that system. Yeah, I mean, top 500 was pretty good in Overwatch 1. You know, yeah, like it actually made for some competitive matchmaking as well. Where like, yeah, it was pretty low player base at that point, but like the end of season races to get, get ranks were like was real, and you could see like where you were on the leaderboard real time, and that would update. That was actually you know a really fun to one percent 
of those players and the viewers as well who's watching streamers you know streamers are marketing so if they're having a fun experience chasing those leaderboards and they're good players that is going to be positive marketing as like hey this is like an end of season event right so that's good for the game uh avril you, you wanna yeah I, I was gonna say like you need a middle ground so because i i fully understand the philosophy of like well you want to allow casual players to be able to play without the anxiety but you also want to be able to cater to the competitive player base as well, where they, they want to see their ranking. I would even go as far as to say that, you know, maybe there should be an opt-in option where you can you can see what your rating is all the time if you want. And for the people that don't want to see that, like the casuals that don't want the anxiety, that can still be hidden. But at a baseline, at a minimum, with what Scott said, like it's got to go down from seven to five for sure. Maybe the losses from, is it currently 15? What is it? It's to 20. For, you 20, know, 20 down 20, to like yeah, 10. 20 huge. down to like 10, I think, 10 or 12. Like, uh, because another issue is like, I also don't think the game gives you enough feedback in terms of how much how, how much your rating is changing. Because I had a friend who was um, he's a CS guy who was who was getting into Overwatch a bit on release, and he was getting quite frustrated with the rank system because like he would finish his quote unquote placements, do the seven wins, whatever, and his rank would be exactly the same. And he's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing right or wrong here because the game isn't giving me enough feedback to let me know what it is. You know how far i'm progressing or not because there's no way I'm, I'm getting to the end of like another rank reveal and it's just exactly the same like i don't know what that means like it's just it's very convoluted in that kind of way so the game is not telling you enough about what is actually happening in the game in terms of results to give you information about what your gameplay is or anything like that so um something to meet in the middle is required here because i i like that the casuals don't have as, as much anxiety but i beyond that i think the rank system is worse 20 uh, losses or like combined or 20 games or whatever. That is insane amounts of gameplay. And another complaint I saw, uh, to be honest with you, I found this very funny uh, The <laughs> towards the end of the season because I didn't play my main account, at least ranked, because uh, I was in Korea and I, yeah, I had COVID, so I didn't really want to play when I was sick. Uh, so I just ended up playing a lot of quick play. Was that when the end of season happened, it took into account your like hidden MMR to kind of sort out where you actually were and then demote or promote you mm -hmm. depending on that and then give you rewards. So like people were say like camping a certain rank and then they'd go down and you're like, oh shit, I'm not like diamond five. I'm not masters five. I'm not, you know, whatever grandmaster fucking two or something. You, you know, you end up going to grandmaster four, or, you know, something like that. You know, I found that kind of funny. Uh, I did <laughs> just as a, just as a, a small note, but like that is also kind of crazy. Uh, and it feeds into the fact that you can't really see where you're at at all. <laughs> and yep. then randomly at the end of the season, I came back and I was like, I was actually messaging um, Planet. I was like, dude, am I going to get fucking rolled? <laughs> like, am I going to get fucked? Cause I've not played for so long and decay is going to set in. Um, Cause I was like grandmaster three or something when I left and I was like, oh, that I'll be fine. Cause I'm not going to demote that much. Came back, I was Grandmaster 5. I was like, holy shit, if I left a couple more days sooner or stopped playing, I probably wouldn't have gotten those rewards, um, which is, I found like a little bit frustrating. I can definitely see why people are frustrated about that, um, especially since you kind of made it to a rank and then you stopped playing because you wanted to camp it for end of season. What do you guys think about that? Because I've, I'm not sure how I feel about it at all because it hasn't really affected me to a point where I've gotten like kind of pissed about it. 
I think rewards are rewards, right? Like if you, if they're like, we're going to give this award to you, it should be whatever your the rank was showing at the end. Now, regardless of what your hidden MMR is, it should always be the thing that they are showing you is what yeah. your rewards are. I think um, they're worried about people camping the rank and like people getting... Uh, if yeah, you made it to that rank. rank, you made it to that rank. Like yes. it, it's, it's yeah. not camping. Like, you know, it's not camping if you made it there. If you got there and you shouldn't have been there, that's the system's fault that you got there and you shouldn't have been there, in my opinion. Um... So I think camping ranks is a is a complete valid thing. I camped top 500. Like I I came back with like five days left in the season or something like that. I hadn't played support in a hot minute. I was like ranked like 250 in top 500. And I was like, if I play, I'll probably be bad. And there's a chance I fall out. So I'm just not going to play. And I played like tank and DPS. But I made that rank initially. So like you should get that. And I think that's how it should always be. That, it was a weird system. I think in general, they need to communicate what is happening between seasons because there was a lot of people who got yeah. really upset that they deranked without Blizzard really explaining very well the decaying of their accounts. And like, yes, that was I not actually, explained at all. That's that's another thing that I actually had an argument with someone in one well, on an argument, like a discussion in my channel of they really dislike the idea that when they go to the next season, they will start at a lower point of what their MMR should be. They would prefer to stay at the same rank forever all the time and just continue, continually like climb or fall of their own merit. But I argued that I completely disagree with that. I think I would always want to start each new season with everyone decayed, then everyone has to climb back up. Even yeah. if there is a hidden MMR that's trending you to where, towards where you should be, it gives me something to play for every season of like, I want to get back. Um, but there is like some people genuinely don't like the idea that they have to climb back up after grinding to a certain point, even though I try and explain that like your hidden MMR hasn't changed. I, yeah, I'm, they actually changed that. I remember the, in Overwatch one, you went back to 3,900, even if you were like four yeah. point, whatever the fuck. Um, and... you go to masters five now for context, by the way. Oh, what is like, uh, every, I, from what I heard, every top 500 player will start for, or well, everyone above masters that five. will start from masters five. Yeah, uh, which I that was... to be fair, um, I think a lot of people get this confused too. If you derank to that point, you are not playing in Masters five games because yeah. your hidden MMR is still placing you against top five hundred. Say you were like rank a hundred, you're not playing against fucking Master five Timmies. You're yeah. playing against the same motherfuckers that you've been playing against the whole motherfucking season. Um, I think a few people get confused about that, or at least when I've had conversations about it in my Twitch chat, like that's kind of how that's gone down. Um, yeah, so it's like, it's very much a visual thing rather yeah. than actually a, um, like, like, no, we're just forcing your MMR down to fucking masses five and you have to climb all the way back up. Um, yeah. And I guess in a sense, especially say you are like gold, for example, that's where you just kind of, you're, you're chilling in gold. Like that's just where you are normally. Um, I guess you won't really normally see the same people a lot. I mean, you probably will every now and then you bump into the same kind of person if you remember their username. But uh, in general, the player base is, there's more people down there, it's more populated. So you're, and you're not seeing like the titles either, I suppose. So I guess there's a little bit of confusion there too. It's like, oh no shit, I'm actually in fucking, I don't know, maybe it demoted you to silver five or something. It's like, oh shit, I'm actually in silver five. What the fuck? When in reality, you're not like, in literally the visual rank, you're like, you are gonna if you get if you're a grandmaster player now in fucking diamond, dude. You win seven fucking games, you're going up three tiers. Yeah. Like, it's it's not that big of a deal. It's literally just a visual thing. Um, yeah, it's not demoting your MMR at all, unless you actually just suck at the game. All right, all right. There we go. 
I feel like we did a pretty good job summing up where we're at currently with the state of Overwatch 2. Um, you know, the 1% thing is real, but, you know, I, we all genuinely love this game. So it, it seems like they're making a lot of changes based on data and stuff. So you just got to trust them, you know? They know we are the one percent, so it's we like are the it's 1%, relevant to yeah. us as well, right? And if you're listening to this podcast, you're also probably close to that. Yeah, 1%. you are. You yeah, are definitely the one percent. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love being the one percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not always the good thing, Admiral. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it, we, when we don't have access to stuff like, oh, how many people are playing quick play? How many people are playing ranked? You know, what, what is the distribution of the skill tiers? Like, when we don't have access to that information, we don't have access to the meta information either, like what people are playing in lower tiers, how they're enjoying the game, how they're enjoying Overwatch and the Overwatch 2 experience besides fucking Reddit. Uh, it's hard to make assessments of, like, what is good, what is bad. So you kind of, just at a baseline, have to trust the developers that they have a pretty good way of balancing, have a good way of, you know, looking after the imaging of the, of the brand and uh, the state of the game and all that stuff. So, well, we'll fucking see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe they'll make some changes. They lower the levels uh, for Ramatra to gain him and maybe let him make, which is a good sign because that means that they're actually like taking some kind of steps, right? And, uh, you know, hopefully season three is even better and maybe they even do some season two changes and hopefully they address the meta and all that stuff. But we'll see what happens. Um, I guess you need some kind of faith to trust the developers. Anyway, before we uh, close out the episode, there are actually quite a few tournaments going on. So it's going to be fun highlighting them uh, just before we depart. Avril, I'm going to I'm gonna trust oh. you on this one. Uh, let's kick things off. We, uh, of course, have the, uh, the Pacific Showdown tournament, uh, the Overwatch Contenders Pacific Showdown. So yeah. we've got three teams from uh, Chinese contenders here. And, you know, who knows if this is going to be the last time we'll see <laughs> China contenders. We'll see Chinese fucking hell. Jesus it Christ. might be. It yeah. might be. We got uh, three teams from Korea, of course. So two blasts in there. Simprisa Gaming. Uh, some people from uh, there's uh, these lineups are actually sick. This this yeah. in particular, we got this team. This is actually I translated this when you guys were talking, and I, I was just don't want you. Uh, this is called Dutch Car. The team is called Dutch Car, and this is their logo. Yeah, uh, HLX uh, So yeah, that's sick. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they got like Kaylee on here. They got Liga as tank. Uh, so pretty fun lineup of uh, flagship creators. This is just like. Overwatch, uh, China contenders, people, you know, Night God. I believe you talked about Night God before, Avril. Uh, yeah, he, he's been floating around there for a while. He's a bit of a veteran. Bit of a veteran. Of contenders. Yeah, Keo is on there, of course. And uh, Solus Victorum, it's just like Mulan Ron, Eileen, Crystal. It's literally so... Valiant. It's Valiant yeah, and Eileen. Like, fun players yeah. on there, you know? It's Valiant. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, th what's exciting is this is the return of international competition for uh, contenders. Yeah. Uh, only in Asia, though, because I think the NAEU ping situation, land situation is still not very fluid at the moment. So the great thing about Asia is that you can technically play everyone on ping and it's workable. It's fine. Um, Australia has been scrimming Korea on ping for like five, six years. Forever. So it is what it is. Um, and it's the semi return of like Pacific contenders as well. When I say Pacific contenders, I'm talking about like the Southeast Asian teams. Um, the the Japan, Taiwan, Singapore, Thailand part of the world, so they have yeah, their own qualifier right now going to get a team in. And uh, there was a bunch of currently... here, Japan and Thailand and SEA and stuff. So. Yeah, by the time cool. this episode comes out, uh, the qualifier might already be over, but it's for us right now, it is currently active in terms of it's it's, uh, it's still being played through. Um, and yeah, they're going to play this double Elim tournament with the all those teams that, that were mentioned in the Ground Zero from Australia as well, and should be a lot of fun because the one thing um that is also really unique about this tournament is 
that it's O2 Blast's first international tournament, I think, since like 2019, if I'm not mistaken, because they were at Pacific Showdown 2019. They did not qualify to Gauntlet for 2019. They did not qualify for Gauntlet in 2020. 2021, there were no internationals, and now finally we have one back. So um, for all of O2 Blast's their achievements, one thing they don't have is an international title. Element Mystic has one. Um, they've actually got two because Element Mystic won everything in 2019. Netflix tournament in 2021 with like Direwolves and... Uh, okay, so they have a... The, th so third party, sure, but like in the contender system as well. All right, all right, all right. That's got to be an asterisk I put on there. Um, there's a little fun thing that I have. I've, I've, been, I've, I've been calling it this since 2019. <laughs> I don't know if Jack would remember. Um, but there's essentially a sort of fun title I have in, in contenders, which is called the Contenders Grand Slam, and it's for the team that wins every single domestic title in contenders and also every single international title in contenders that year, if there are any. So it does require there to be oh, an international yeah. event on, and no team has ever won that title. No team has ever won the Contenders Grand Slam. Element Mystic have been close, but they lost season two, 2019, I believe. Um, Atlanta Academy as well lost one game somewhere along the lines. Team CC came close in 2020, but they lost one final at some point and they they, they didn't quite make it as well. Fusion what? University have not gotten it either because they uh they kind of what happened? They didn't even qualify to Gauntlet for 2019 account for whatever reason. So every other like British Hurricane have not been able to play in international. So for all their success, um they no actually they did. They played in Atlantic Showdown, but they didn't get to go to Gauntlet either. But it was a it was a it was a different um European team at the time. So you see what I mean? Like every single top contenders team that have ever held the dynasty, none of them have ever won a Grand Slam where they won absolutely every domestic title and international title. It's never been done. But for the first time, O2 Blast might do it because they look like the best team in contenders of all, all the right, time. I'm going to be a Debbie Downer right what, what, what is well. the... How difficult has this contenders year been for O2 Blast compared to... Extremely easy. Yeah. Extremely Did I hear they've dropped one map in the entire season or something like that? In the that last point. tournament season, correct. They only dropped one map. I mean, that's... that's, that's and ridiculous. not in the grand finals either. The grand finals was a swift 4-0. Yeah, yeah they I watched the finals. They were far more contested last close. year. It yeah. was... Part of the reason why I think this is is because contenders, especially in Asia, lost a lot of talent to the Overwatch League. So it's been yeah. a, on a bit of a reset. And O2 Blast retained a lot of the good legacy talent who were underage at the time. So when... All the top players, like, you know, the Proppers and the Merits and et cetera, and even from non-O2 Blast teams, even from, like, the Talon Esports and stuff uh, back in the day, right? They're all gone. Then what's left ends up being a congregation of good talent O2 and everyone else is yeah. part of the reason why O2 are dominating so hard. It's also everyone wants to go play at O2, right? So, yeah. They're, like, the only academy team left, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, they're the only team with, like, support. And, like, if you want to go to the Overwatch League, O2 Blast is the team you want to be on, right? So it's you could like... even be a bench player in the Overwatch League from O2 Blast. This yeah. literally happened, so. All right. So, so yeah. we got that. Uh, the qualifiers, as you said, they're ongoing, so they might be uh, over at that point. But uh, I, th I think the tournament starts next Monday, actually. Um, and it goes, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So... If you're if you're USA time zone, like tough tough luck, dude. But uh, you know it's, it's going to be. I catch the vods. Yeah, yeah catch the vods. I mean, that's going to be one of the more more like pivotal kind of important um, contenders events, like leading into the Overwatch League season. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of people watching that because there's tons of talent involved in that tournament. So it's a it's a good tournament yeah. to watch if you're an Overwatch League person starved of content. Well, Hell you yeah. should watch that. Uh, Avril, are you going to be co-streaming that shit? 
I will be co-streaming some of it and then casting the other part of it. So I am also casting nice. some. Nice. Be fun. Nice, dude. All right. Uh, another event that will be uh, happening this weekend is the Overwatch Legends battle. Oh my god, look at these four beautiful teams right here. Look at these logos. GC Busan taking on Team Kongdu Panthera, Lunatikai, and Runaway uh, with some legendary players. Look at oh, man, I'm just dude. a fucking sucker for this, dude. This it is show the rosters. GC Busan. Illicit! <laughs> it does have Prophet, Alfie, Illicit, Gesture, Hogapun, Neko, and Fielder. So, you know, a mix of, you know, legends and a mix of, you know, trying to fill out the round out the roster as well. For Kongdu Panthera, we have Decay, Birdring, Choice is, One, maybe. Void is on there as well. I, I guess he's, you know, starting military a bit later. Uh, Chunksik, Rascal, and Koma. So if we get some Rascal Birdring going, Rascal oh my support. god. Rascal on support. That is true, yeah. Sorry. My bad. I, you know, my Hopium got away from me a little bit. I couldn't even perceive the fact that there's a support logo right next to his name. Uh, also, he's looking for team as a support player, right? So, you know, he's <laughs> showcase, showcase what he's got for us. Luna Takai. Man, this is a good one. Eska. Who are you? Guido. Miro. Ryuji Hong and Toby. And for Runaway, we got Haxal, Stitch, Hisu, Bumper, Runner, Lee Jae Gon, and Gangnam Jin. I really hope Runner plays. I really, really <laughs> want Runner to play, man. Yeah, That'd legend. That'd be so sick. Dude, Stitch is back too. Yeah, man. Stitch and Huxel. I love and, uh, and Bumper Huxel's as a tank. Huxel's LFT. He is, yeah. Who? Huxel. Huxel's LFT. He's LFT. Yeah. Also, uh, going back to our fucking previous episode where I was trying to pick up the, like, the most handsome roster of all time. All the players retire. Uh, when I... Uh, yeah, that was sick. That was funny, <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Definitely not. Is there some kind of you know tie in there that if you're if you're beautiful you retire from Overwatch? Is there yeah, some kind of statistical? Me, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, no, dude. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Um, yeah, but I mean, okay, this is going to be an absolutely glorious tournament, and it takes place on the 16th and 17th. I, I, it's just going to be wonderful. That being yeah, said, I am genuinely worried that like Lunatic High with Eska, Guido, who are you, Miro, and Runaway with you know Stitch, Bumper, Runner. Gangnam Jin. I, I, I worry that Lunatic High and Runaway are going to get bopped by Kong de Panthera and GZ Busan. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Dude, Esker, the, speaking of Roadhogs, the original 5k player, Mr. Esker on the fucking What? Well, that's not the Evermore? Oh, sorry, it was Evermore. Yeah, My that was bad. Evermore. Oh, hey, man, don't, don't hey, do Overwatch history like that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah you can't test Johnny on the 2016-2017 lore. This guy, you know, there was something if, about, you know, that, his that positioning as Cassidy and stuff yeah. was great or something like that. True. Yeah. Uh, Eska is one of Korea's most accomplished professional FPS players. Wow. 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 He, hasn't wow. Been, he hasn't been playing in a hot minute. What yeah. was the last esport he played? Because he he was out of Overwatch oh, for a while. He was yeah, playing well, he was in PUBG. Yeah, PUBG. Yeah, look at this. He won that PUBG shit. Won four hundred twenty thousand dollars. He won four hundred twenty thousand. Was that his team? <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like well, is it? I mean, they What's got the fucking bag, right? Dude, they have two different. Yeah, in no, that's a team. Two yeah, different tournaments team. for yeah. third person and first person. Yeah, that's a team. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he got the bag. Um, what a beast. Most kills and longest survivor. Here we go. Well, there you so go. he was just fucking camping. Uh, so, no, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> no, not necessarily. I think he won that yeah, probably Johnny just discredited his entire career. No, it's going to be fun, though. Lim probably struggles here just because they don't have enough, like, current Star power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And um, you can only force Genji so much, so I don't know. I don't know. We, well, we've get, been, say, we've been saying that for the last five years, right and here he is still in the league. Oh, no. so yeah, but I mean, you look at Kong the Panther and it's decay burdering choice of one void, know, yeah, and you're just like, ridiculous. oh, yeah, wow, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna go. <laughs> isn't, isn't Rascal like LFP for next season as well? Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. isn't he yeah, trying he to is. play? Yeah. Support slash assistant coach. Yeah, or it's all yeah. that. Yeah, like coach. Yeah, and people forget, but Rascal was actively scrimming this year with Dallas as a support player, so that's why he's LFT as support. All right, I'm gonna put you guys on the spot. You're gonna claim your winner for this tournament. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kong the Panthera. What do you guys got? You see Busan's lineup again? Profit, Alfie, illicit gesture. I'm going GC Busan. You're going with gesture coming and clutching the Roadhog meta. Dude, Roadhog's meta. Oh, oh gosh. I, I will go with Johnny's. Yeah, Kong 2 Panthera, bro. Look at that DPS line. Fucking filth. And void. What and do you void. got, Avril? Are you going to feed the runaway and Lunatic Kai fans? Uh, no, I got to always go with what my brain says. And I think when you look at it, Field is also the best Kariko at the moment. Neko is just going to have to fucking try whatever he's on. I don't, I don't know. But uh, Gesture Hog with Alpha Yi Prophet as a lineup. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. pretty Alpha E Provid is a disgusting DPS line. Next week, by the way, we're discussing where does Profit go. Next week, that's oh, the one going oh. to be one topic. Yeah. Profit is LFT. Atlanta Rain. Dude, everyone's fucking LFT right now. <laughs> Dude, everybody, yeah. It is crazy. I can't believe Profit is LFT. Yeah, so we'll talk about that next year. Anyway, before we wrap up, one more important tournament to go. We got the Calling All Heroes Challengers Cup Final. Uh, it's going Whee! to be an absolute blast. Uh, it goes on this weekend as well. We got Washington involved. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Huss's favorite. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, but... Washington Justice Red. I don't like you, Jay. It's not you guys, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this tournament has genuinely popped the fuck off. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that this, this tour, uh, tournament and this entire awesome, yeah. kind of like initiative yeah. of calling all heroes has like popped off to the level it has and like people are loving it um i was i i, I did the uh the talent boot camp thing where it's like you teach people you know or you, you, do, you do a bit of a tutorial essentially on like how to become broadcast talent and how you can improve and it's an ama and you ask questions stuff like that and there were so many like passionate people who you know were genuinely curious about how to get started this talent as well and like this tournament has been lit as well uh Tons of memes coming out of it. Tons of like good games, and uh, you know, there's a lot of personalities involved that they're are loving this tournament. So uh, definitely hope we get more of this in 2023. But yeah, the finals uh, are going on this uh, upcoming weekend, so that's gonna be yeah, good as well. Make sure you watch the, it. Like, and there's gonna be all tokens. So you know, if you if, oh, here you go. I believe I there, I believe I read that. Um, I don't want to I don't want to chat chat oh, shit. For the finals, I, was I for the finals? Am, I believe yeah. Yeah, I think it might just be the finals that you get all tokens. Just, well. Stuff like. Okay, Ooh. that's that's weird. Yeah, I, anyway, I don't know why that works. <laughs> but uh, also, didn't Shock sign a team as well? Like Shock signed one of these teams. Okay, so this the is the interesting. Well? Thing. I don't know if they signed the team. They are partnered with the team. Yeah, like, something like that. So I don't but know like, what that means. It's cool to see our team supporting this kind of stuff as well. Like that's a step in the right direction yes. of like helping. Yeah, I mean, these... Vancouver as well had a team. So yeah, I, yeah, I think so, there are some some out the... reps. Vancouver's yep. team is eliminated, I believe. But there's three Overwatch League related teams: in Washington Justice Red. Um, there's Shikigami X Toronto, which I'm trying to find, and then there's Timeless Shock. So Washington Justice Red is obviously the Justice's signed team. They signed a team, and they're fully under the Washington, Washington Justice brand. And then Shikigami and Timeless still have their own team names, but with an association with an Overwatch League team. So I don't yeah. know if that's different, but yeah. that's what that's it cool. is. That's cool. Regardless, it's I fucking mean, dope. with a Overwatch League team is fucking sick. It's awesome.
Um, I, no, I don't I'm know if you guys. Say yeah, go ahead. Uh, the what are you gonna say? Uh, the Overwatch, um, calling all heroes and the Valorant stuff, uh, that happened with their like game uh, changers, their game changes, changes yeah. which is saying. I think that the branding of all of those teams is way cooler than any Overwatch League or any professional VCT. I feel like they just like hold themselves way better. And I think they create so many great like moments and that kind of stuff. And I've actually really enjoyed watching it like with, with all those things as well. So like there's so Dark many monkeys things. team. Epic yeah, branding. that's it. I like there's Dark so much monkeys. awesome branding. There's so much fun and they're just having a good time. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just appreciate that stuff. Like, so if that's what you love esports for and you have not checked that stuff out, you should check it out because they do a really good job with that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been following much, but um, the top two teams for me are Altiro, uh, Artemis, and Dart Monkeys. I think those are by far the best teams in there, so I think that should probably be the final. Um, I remember from the other, the Empowerment Cup, the one that Vite Ramen did a while back, um, I was really impressed with Bun and HK. I thought they were like really strong DPS players, and right now in this tournament, it looks like, once again, like they're the, the, the DPS duo doing the most, so... Altiero or Artemis is probably uh, the team. Actually, I think these two teams are playing soon. Uh, in about six days' time. Oh, they're playing on the finals day. So for some reason, the grand finals day, they're playing four matches. The upper bracket final, lower bracket semi, lower bracket final, and then the grand final. In the final. same so day? In the same day. Damn. That's, what it's, that's what's been scheduled. So if you were the team in the lower bracket final, you got to go three games in a row. That's what Ooh. it looks like. And the loser of the upper bracket final goes three games time. in a row as well. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That matchup, that Artemis versus Dark Monkeys game, is the one to watch, and that's uh, one of the oh, games yeah, that's gonna on be that good. final day. It's the first game, actually, the upper right. Yeah, December 18th. So, make sure you catch that. It's going to be good. Hell yeah. All right. So, there we go. You know, we got a, got a decent two-hour episode here. Uh, we had a bunch of topics. So, you know, for next week, we can expect some talk about the Atlanta Rain, uh, Profit being a free agent, Houston Outlaws. Holy shit. I did an AMA on my flight, my trip or whatever. Uh, there's so many people freaking out and my questions just like what are the outlaws doing with their roster uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like oh I tweeted out just like oh I, I got cut and then people are like oh my god what's going on so yeah it's, people are people are uh, wild in. uh washington of course get amazed uh, picked up his gym head coach so there's a bunch of stuff to talk about and we'll address that uh next week so uh make make sure you tune into next week's episode but yeah i really enjoy talking overwatch 2 with you guys it's it, it's good to be back and um chatting shit with you guys and we can talk about australia's geography and other stuff yeah quackers quackers Quark <laughs> wait friends play of the week who's friends play oh, of the week oh shit quackers uh alec no. dawson yeah. um no. the whole country of australia yeah oh um, good. we're getting warmer i like this more it's because australia's a hard country i think we gave yeah. it to japan in the contenders episode oh really yeah for taking care of bren or something like that so i don't know um UK believe. for being too cold. UK for being too cold? No, um, no, no, no. That's uh, that's good. I I say the Quackers. I say we get, give Brent's yeah. player of the week to uh, to Quackers. Congratulations. Entire species. I've already forgotten how to spell it. Uh, it doesn't matter. U U K A. U U O K A. Brent's player of the week goes to Hades. Just to clarify, not the Quakers, the Quackers. Yeah. <laughs> just... No, the Quakers is Q U A, whatever. Yeah, Q U. Quoka. 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 Yeah. Okay, in Latin, the Satonix Bracherius. There we go. What? Wait, what is happening? Dude, me and Custer were saying it right the whole time. Q U O K K A. Yeah, no, I'm not. Quoka. 
The Quokka, mate. Hey, yeah, the Quokka, mate. The Quokka, mate. All right. Brands for the week. Let's do the Quokka. All right. There we go. go. Pleasure doing an episode with you guys. Take care. Like the video. Comment down below. Bye.